Hello there, and welcome to Farthest Galaxy Star Wars Podcast. I'm your scruffy-looking nerf herder, Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by Jedi Master Alex. General Kenobi! General Kenobi! <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're switching up the format of the show, which is going to start off right at the top. We're switching up the format of the show just a little bit. When I came back from my vacacione, I wanted to change up the show, you know, have some more fun stuff going on with it. So we're going to be talking about some Star Wars news. We have some, we have a decent amount of news because we missed a couple from a couple weeks ago, so we're just adding it all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, Star Wars has also been pretty silent altogether with uh, some of the news they're doing because I think they're waiting for uh, one of the cons or D23, which is soon, I think. Uh, I'm, so. I'm really not sure. I mean, it's, it's kind of up in the air of when Star Wars news is even going to drop. Yeah, it's pretty silent on all fronts. It's kind of so. hard to know when it's going to happen. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted me to stop. No. That's all good. I'll keep going, though. Um, oh, she's gone. So, um, yeah, as far as um, new Star Wars news and the like, it, it's really hard to nail down when it's even going to drop in because it's just, it comes in, like, the weirdest ways. Like, out of nowhere, they were just like, here's a trailer for Star Wars Vision. Here's a book. And, Here's and, this thing and, and a new book is coming out with it, too, right? And we're also doing The Mandalorian, so it's like, I'm like, when, when is it actually a good time to cover Star Wars news, exactly. right? I mean, I, we have a couple things to talk about we this week. We have some fun stuff. But, some um, toys and some soaps and some Yeah, some I, I mean, toys, they're getting released, like, every month, so yeah. realistically, well, we talk, talk about those, you know, it's... It's just a weird time. Like, yeah. last year, I felt it like it was a really good time to be a Star Wars fan, because there was so much new stuff happening. Between, because there was nothing um, going on. Yeah. That they were just like, here's some sprinkles, here's some stuff, hey, here's this thing we did. I, I mean, also last year, we had Clone Wars Season 7 and The Mandalorian in the same year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have The Bad Batch this year. Which is but good. It's good. Which I, we, about we like it. Yeah, uh, it, seem, about it. It seems to be... Um, Kind of controversial among most other Star Wars fans, uh, and those I wonder, are not the true fans. I'm like, what do you guys want out of a show like this? It's like, literally what, what a you, sequel to Clone Wars. Yeah, like, what were you expecting? Did you just think it was going to be like the Darth Vader show, and he was going to show up in Episode they Two, it Darth kill Vader. the Bad Batch, and then <laughs> it'll just be about him? It's called the Bad Bitch. You know, I mean, we did have a lot of theories about directions that it could go before right it started. Yeah, I mean, we were very much of the mindset that it would have been cool if they had been converted into the Empire. At least for a little bit. Yeah, for some time. Until like Rex got them or something. And it still could totally happen. Because they could hunt down Jedis for like a whole season, and then Rex goes, that's mm-hmm. not cool. Yeah, it could it could yeah. still happen. And they go, I can't believe we did all that PTSD. We're only going to be talking up to the halfway point this, yeah, so this episode. So. first eight episodes. Yeah. So we'll get to those when we get there. But, like we said before with our new format, we will be trying to cover some news, so let's get on to that. So this week we are covering Bad Batch 1 through 8, but before that we're going to get to some news. That's the little new script. Yes! So let's start off with the Visions trailer. Not a lot in the Visions trailer to grasp from, mostly just like it looks small cool. snippets. It does look cool. It looks pretty the cool. varying animation styles makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. You brought up a point today that apparently it's non-canonical. It's non-canonical. But I will make it fit. I forgot um, who exactly stated it. I believe it was someone from Lucasfilm. Uh, they wanted to give the creators that were making this as much freedom to do kind of whatever they wanted. I just so they didn't retcon, you know, uncanonically retcon things. You know what I mean? Like in this one, Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin were actually lovers. Like I don't want that kind of stuff where it's like it's weird. not going to be about Obi Wan and Anakin. I know, it's not going to be about Luke and Leia. Yeah. Uh, as far as we can tell, the main characters are like these uh, blonde kids who are twins. Yeah. Well, there's probably not main characters. It's probably just yeah. I mean, we don't even know what kind of format the show is going to take. Yeah. As far as we know, it could be individual episodes. You know, it, no. it might not even be the same every time. Go away. I didn't go for these last 
U F F M A N N. Yeah, it could be. It could be like each episode is something completely different, mm-hmm. which is what um, it seems like it's gonna be. Unless they have like a part one, part two. Yeah, like in like a season one, season two situation. You had written in the notes here that Studio Trigger is gonna yeah. be doing an episode, and I looked at the episode list. It turns out they're actually doing two, now, is that and they're one after the other. Which means they might. So be I'm thinking that they're connected. It's but possible. being that. All the other episodes are more or less being individually done by different mm-hmm. uh, animation companies. Like, literally, I don't think... I think that Trigger is the only one that's getting two episodes. Yeah, I think literally the rest of them are all from different uh, animators. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. Who really knows right now? We do know that one episode is getting an expansion novel, which we can talk about real quick. So, yes. there's an episode coming out called Ronin, which uh, ties into... Uh, the Vision's novel called Star Wars Ronin, mm-hmm. which is being written by uh, Emma Maiko Kandon, and uh, it's coming out October 12th. It is going to be an expansion on the episode about a lone Sith um, who left the Order and is just roaming around as a Ronin, because, you know, Star Wars is based off samurai wizards, pirates yep. in space and stuff, so mm-hmm. having them go back to feudal Japan is kind of cool, like a feudal Japan-style show. Yeah, I mean, era, I mean, I'm excited for this content, because it's more Star Wars content, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a book I'm buying for sure. Yeah. I have a couple books sitting around here, but like that one, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's a get. I, I think a lot of people right now are a little, and even myself, I'm a little bit cautious, right, because I love it when they introduce material that actually has bearing on the universe. Yeah. And that's not to say they could introduce a concept here, right, that will get used later on, because it totally could. They yeah. could just be like, we're going to rework this into a way that makes sense. Uh, I'm just a little cautious right now, because I'm like, okay, it's going to be new, it's going to be from Japanese animators, Japanese storytellers, it could be really cool, but I, I need to see it. I need something tangible, you yeah. know, I need to see an episode first, yeah. and really With get on board With the trailer, we it. see a lot of cool, like, flashy animations, but Galaxy's Edge looks awesome. Oh, God, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy of Adventures looks awesome. Galaxy of Adventures does and look Galaxy awesome. of Adventures, when you watch it, is just like small little recaps for children. Yeah. And as much as like the animation like is amazing, I'd love to see a... Hopefully that studio does an episode. I think that would be really cool. That would benefit I mean, I don't know. Did you watch the whole Visions trailer, like all of it? Uh, not fully. I think I watched like the first like 30 seconds. So there's like this little Astro Boy looking character. Yeah, I'm like, what's his deal? Is he a droid? Is he yeah. an alien? Like, is he a cyborg? Who, yeah. What, like, I, I need to just see things and about this. I'm excited this. to see if any of these guys get toys. Because if that Ronin figure gets a Black oh, Series thing, I'm going to... There will definitely be the day toys. one buy for the Ronin. They're totally going to be doing toys. Day one buy for Samurai. Because, you know, Hasbro <laughs> Pulse, right? They said that they were going to be doing... Um, just more like off kilter characters Which is, that you we'll wouldn't talk normally about soon, expect. Like with yeah, so this other guy. It's just I wouldn't um I, I wouldn't expect them to pass up on Doing this random ones because yeah. because especially if they're pushing it to the forefront and they're like mm-hmm. this is the next Star Wars content that we're pushing out. You know that's not like High Republic or yeah. uh, Book of Boba Fett. I'd love to see a High Republic because this is coming out in September, right or yeah. August? The show's coming out in September because uh, what if starts in August? Okay, they don't like starting new shows in the same month. Mm-hmm. They usually wait a bit to launch everything. So we got September is uh, Visions, and then October is the novel, the expansion for Ronin, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we so got I, some cool stuff it, coming out for the the Visions so far. Yes. And if we got one book, I wouldn't be surprised if we get more for each 
not each one, but like a couple more. I mean, I get like I said, we got to kind of see what it's about, right? Because exactly. the Ronin, we know they're doing it based off of one of the episodes. Yeah. But are these episodes interconnected, or are they just stories? I think they're just. Are they stories. just stories? It's pitched as an anthology series. Mm-hmm. Whether or not Studio Trigger has two episodes that are back to back that are actually yeah. c- continuing, which is easily possible. I, I think they would but, just yeah. to make because again, they're the only studio like the that has studio two episodes. Yeah. As far as I can tell, anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that they'd want to keep the continuity at some level in that one. Maybe that one's yeah. like a short movie for them, you know? Yeah, like twenty, like maybe yeah. fifteen minutes each. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, they could even be like twenty minutes a piece and just be like, well, yeah, it's like a mini film. They're set up as shorts, but I don't want like a five minute episode because that'd be lame. Yeah, that would, like, that would be not. Cool. I want each of them to be fifteen to twenty minutes long at minimum. I mean, I'm fully expecting like twenty minute episodes. Exactly. That, like little, like that's what. Bits. That's what I'm going into this expecting. Yeah. So if so they, if they pop on Disney Plus <laughs> on day one and it's like five minutes, I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> Unless there's thirty episodes and yeah. then they're just broken up. Uh, really it small. looks like there's gonna be twelve, I think. Yeah. So hopefully they're there, all. There's about not. There's not a lot. Each. So. I, I, I'm hoping for something substantial. If it, if yeah. they thought it was worth giving a whole trailer mm-hmm. and making a spinoff novel about, yeah. I'm hoping it's something substantial. Same. So we shall see. Yes. In September. Yes. And then, like I said, October is Ronin, which I'm super excited for. Yeah, man. Well, let's talk about some soaps. Some soaps. We got some soaps. This is a tough one. This is a tough one? How is it a tough one? For me, specifically. You got them already. I did. I got some, too. Uh, yeah. And they're not here, here yet. Here's, I just learned this today. So, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Dr. Squatch. Dr. Squatch. They put out a line of Star Wars soaps. Uh, there's an Obi-Wan soap, a Yoda soap, a Darth Vader soap, and a Darth Maul soap. Yeah, dude. And if you're not a subscriber... Subscriber, you can only get them by buying a collection box. Which if, is what I got. if you are a subscriber, you can actually put the individual soaps into your next subscription while they're currently available. Interesting. I'm super disappointed Whoa. because my subscription just renewed the oh. day before I found out about the collection I boxes. Sent it to you faster. I got I, it and then I said, yo, dude, did you and, see this? And it's not even your fault because <laughs> oh, by the time I, I found out the ad was a thing, it had already been a thing for like three or four days. Yeah. So it was just me not seeing it. Yeah. If I had seen it, you better believe that my entire subscription would have been, would have been changed to all Star Wars soaps. <laughs> and and because I would have got the box, it would have been a, it would have been a good month, yeah. you know, just to be like, all right, you know, I'll throw away a month of not getting the sense I normally get just to get the cool Star Wars exactly. ones, just because why not? Mm-hmm. It'd probably be mostly Obi Wan soaps if I'm being real. Two Obi Wan's and a Vader. <laughs> so what I ended up doing is I think they're like thirty two bucks a box or something. Yeah, I got mine for thirty eight with tax. And yeah, uh, I bought two. Yeah. One for using the soaps and one to have as kind of a complete collection. I'm probably not going to use it. Because I'm kind of a psycho like that. <laughs> and when I saw that there was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi soap, I was like, okay, well, I have to automatically have one yeah. just so I can have the box because it looks mm. cool. And I also probably should just have one just for the soap, just yeah. so I could be like, this is limited edition and I can show all the people who <laughs> think I'm a loser. I'm going to bring mine like, Look what I got. And then have it next to where my I was thinking about is. that. You're going to walk in and, ooh. I was thinking about it. I'm, like, I'm like the aroma that my cubicle would have. <laughs> But I also don't want the, the sense to just fade away. Exactly. I'm not sure how that works with soap, though, because yeah, I yeah. use them really fast. Yeah, I, I think mine stayed... It took me a bit to use all mine, but they all stayed pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. But also, like these are collector's items that I'm going to keep and probably not use. Well, that, that's my thing, right? It's like I don't care if they fade away my, eventually. My bars of like, soap... I think the longest I mean, I've had a bar of soap was... Um, last December, I bought... Like the collection of holiday soaps or yeah. whatever, and I still have a couple, and they still smell really good. Yeah, I'm just concerned about long, long term. 
like yeah. five years but from now, if you do are these things going to be soap? like melty, gross smelling? Yeah. Like, ugh. if you do want to use the soap, you can just open the box carefully because Doctor Scratch sure. has like that good open stuff. Sure, you can just fit the box back in with Obi Wan's face on it, which I might do eventually. I mean, the nice thing about mine getting two is even if I completely screw up a set, I'll yeah. have another one. Exactly, so it's, it's okay. When are yours coming? Do you know? Uh, no. My subscription shipped, like, yesterday. Nice. So I would imagine that the boxes are probably on their way. Yeah, I bought mine, I think, a day or two after you. Yeah. Because I think I sent you that on my way back up from my vacation. I bought it immediately. Yeah, you were like, It was an immediate purchase. (laughs) I got two. You were like, because anyone who doesn't know, I am a subscriber to Dr. Squatch. So, uh, yeah, so I was, like, super into it. And uh, the second I saw they were doing Star Wars soaps, I was like, fuck. Like it's a no-brainer. I have to get them now. That's why, like, my stupid, my stupid collector brain was like, "You have to get this." (laughs) You have to get two. You got to get one for your dad too. He bought one. He did. You showed him, and he was like, "Nice." Yeah. He told me today. He goes, "I bought one." I was like, "Ah, cool." (laughs) You're like, "We got him." (laughs) Yeah. So I, I wish that my subscription was really filling next week, so that I would have been able to load it up with Star Wars soaps, but. You live and learn, and I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to refill another su- subscription just to get some s- more Star Wars soaps because Maybe. that's just insane. Maybe. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. It's yeah. like sixty bucks for my subscription. Well, you got what six soaps? I do the nine soaps. The nine soaps. Yeah. yeah, sixty for nine is good. Yeah. It was four. It was forty bucks for four, but it's a collector's. It's thing, just so. between the subscription, so it's mm-hmm. sixty for my subscription. Yeah. It was about sixty for the two boxes. So if I wanted to refill my subscription yeah. again, that's a lot of money I just think, spent I on think soap. When I got one of the bundles. I got. Three soaps and three deodorants, and it was like forty bucks. Yeah. And the deodorants I still have. I'm only on my second deodorant. I use all the soaps already, mm-hmm. but I'm on my second deodorant, and I still got more left, and I got one bay rum left. Yeah, I'm super into being a part of. I know this isn't like a, a soap moves. podcast, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and rep it a little bit. Uh, I've been a subscriber for probably like a year now. And I just got to like the, it's like a rewards program they give you mm-hmm. where they give you like different shit. So I got Some like, stuff. I got like 10 bucks off my uh, nice. Star Wars boxes. Yeah, I was because, gonna say yours was like, yeah, they gave me a little discount yeah, thing. Cheapo. It was like 58 bucks, I think. Yeah, and then I think I, I used one of your referral codes yeah. to get it like a five bucks off my mm-hmm. box. Yeah, and they, they give me points for that too. Yeah, so. so you got to start sending those referral emails around to all your stinky friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, get soap. Then you'll get the points. Yeah, but then you can just go to Walmart and buy cheap soap. Yeah, but it's not Dr. Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, if they want to sponsor us, we'll take it. I'm all about it. <laughs> so. Let's move on to some toys. So yeah. Hasbro Pulse reveals a Dave Filoni-inspired figure for his Mandalorian character, Trapper Wolf. Black series, by black the way. Black series, yeah. Black so series. It's all six inches. We, we like to talk about the black series yeah, we, just got, we just went through like a collecting phase. We're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think combined total, we spent like a, more than $1,000 on black series in the last two months. Yeah. Easy. Combined total. Easy. Yeah, easy. We were playing the eBay game for a bit, and then we played like... I just bought another one. Yeah. Like... Two days ago. Yeah, I bought an Anakin one. Yeah, it was like 50 yeah, bucks. I have two on pre-order right now. It's the Power of the Force recasts for... Because um, the problem is we're not buying like a lot of the newer ones. We're no, buying we're a lot of the old older ones, the ones that are like... They don't make them MSRP. anymore. And then I got those Walgreens exclusives. Yeah, I got one of those too. Uh, yeah. When I saw your Force Ghost Obi, I was like, I need one of those. So, to anybody <laughs> who thinks that Obi-Wan Kenobi is the coolest character, go so on eBay Walgreens. and look up the uh, Force Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi Black Series. He's selling for like $30 on average now. Solid. I'm telling you, in a year figure. or two, it is the coolest figure. In a year or two, this thing is going to be worth Mondo bucks. Especially because of the Kenobi So show. even if you don't like yeah. him, get it anyway. Yeah. I got it just because I love him. I can't wait for the Black Series Kenobi line. It's going to be interesting. I'm very excited yeah. for that. It's I'm super excited nuts. for an in-between three and four Obi-Wan Kenobi Black Series. Yeah. And anything, dude, the sideshow is going to be, oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't even. We just got the dude sideshow. 
We did. Yeah, we both, we both bought the dude side show. Well, we, well, we, we, we pre-ordered exactly, it. Exactly. With a payment plan, year. because it's not coming out until next yeah, year. Yeah, so with uh, going back to the Black Series figures, Trapper Wolf, who is a Dave Filoni self-insert as a rebel pilot or resistance pilot. It's like a day one. Who is, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, he's not available for pre-order yet on Hasbro Pulse, but when he goes up, I'm doing it. Yeah, for sure. He's 30 bucks. He comes in a cool box that slides out like a it's collection box. It's Dave Filoni. And it's just Dave Filoni's head on a, a rebel body. That's awesome. But it's dope. Yeah, it's sick. Like, if they did a George Lucas one, whether it was based off George or his character from episode three, it'd be awesome. Dude, if they made a Baron Papanoida figure, it's over. <laughs> it's fucking over. Yeah, I got that, that day one. I hope he shows up in Bad Batch. I don't think he's dead, right? No, he got a he had a whole episode in Clone Wars where he like saved his family. Yeah, he didn't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hopefully, oh, well, hopefully he didn't die. And hopefully he shows up in Bad Batch. <laughs> and then we have George Lucas. They hey. they went to Pantora, I think, in episode two of Bad Batch. Yeah. And I was like, where's Baron Papanoida? <laughs> Show me George. Come on. But because he doesn't own Star Wars now anymore, I don't think they we'll don't ever like see him. that character again. Yeah, no. I don't think you'll ever see him again in anything animated. I don't yeah. think you'll see him again in live action. I don't think you'll see him again in merch. I can't wait I just for think Favreau he's to self-insert him again. Because Favreau, well, he didn't self-insert. But Favreau was in... Uh, Clone Wars as Previsla, and then Previsla. he was in uh, Solo as um, Rio Durant. Yes. So I'm excited to see if they're going to do another John Favreau where it's actually his face. Dude, I would love it if Disney would just let George come back and do something. He should do like a movie, well, or like even a show. even if he even doesn't directed an episode. Of even if he doesn't want to direct or write or anything, yeah. if he just wants to show up, please give this man his due credit. <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah, I think he executive produced one of the episodes. I think it was the season fan- two finale, I think he executive produced. But we'll see. Yeah, there was a rumor going around he's going to be working on the... Uh, no, the Andor show. And I'm like, I don't... Ah, yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I, I, I don't know if that... Put him on. I don't know if that really holds any uh, credence because that show seems like it's going to be the most straightforward one. But It's like this guy's literally set up to die. I, mean, I, fi- I figured if he'd Kenobi. work on anything, he'd work on Kenobi because so that's one of his original characters. Yeah, I think, if anything, he's going to work on a Book of Boba Fett episode. Just one. That'd he'll be just, sick. We'll just, like, the season finale of Book of Boba Fett, he'll direct it, and then people will just jaws drop. I think it'll be awesome. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, either way, we just want more George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another uh, set that just got announced for the Black Series line is a cantina scene featuring Ponda Baba, Dr. Ez- Evazan, Evazan, and Ben Kenobi, which we already have that figure, so you don't need to buy it. <laughs> <sighs> It's similar to the Han Solo and Greedo set from 2014. Yeah, I know. sitting at the bar. I know. They, I they built a full cantina. They just gave him... Um, even the body mold looks pretty much the same. It's the same. I think it it just head. looks like... It's just the new head. Yeah. The photo real head. Yeah. But I have the Kenner Obi-Wan. Yeah, which has the photo real head. Which has the photo real head. So, so you just take that I, head off put it on the old one. But then I have to take him out of the box. <laughs> I, I don't want to take him out of the box. Yeah. It looks so good I in the box. I still got my Kenner 50th Greedo chilling. Plus the... Uh, I don't really like the look of the red. Yeah, it's weird. So, so to pull it, well, pull it green, out of the box, it would just kind of, to pull it out of the box and be like, eh. Yeah, I, I don't really want to pose it. Yeah. And also the cape, it's like that stiff material yeah. that they use in the original toy from like the seventies or eighties or whatever. So the I'm like, piece is the same. yeah, it's, it just doesn't pose that well. So I <laughs> yeah. think I'll just leave him in there. Yeah, he's a cool one to have as well because he's one of the anniversary figures. Yes. But I, so I'm excited to see the cantina scene. I, I would like. I'm not gonna buy it because 109 dollars we'll for split it. Characters, <laughs> I'll take. You, you can have the bar and the other two characters. I'll take the Kenobi. <laughs> like pond the bottom. You're like, oh, so you just want to give me like 25 bucks for an Obi Wan figure? If it was a four pack, that would be sick. It, it came, would be. It came with if, they should have well. put Luke in. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Well, unless they're doing If you look at the pictures, um, it's like half a bar. on Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. They have it, like, with uh, Evazan and Baba. They're both, like, giving Obi-Wan the business. I'm like, that's not even what happens. Like, they give Luke the business, and Obi-Wan's just like, stop, and cuts his hand off. (laughs) 
So it'd be cool if we got like a Luke and Wuhir piece that connects to the other side of the bar, and then we have the Han Solo, and eventually we build the cantina out of oh, a whole cantina three. set. Not a whole set like the Legos, but like because the Luke they just re-released him too. Yeah, he's, and, he's and the Han and Greedo the, just got their re-release. Yeah, so the, uh, they're pretty much doing force. like the whole cantina, just yeah. not giving us chairs. That'd be sick. Yeah, now we can get chairs. Gonna have to buy a three D printer. <laughs> we can make chairs. And some acrylic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is it for the toys they announced, and then we have. Last but not least, a Disney Gallery episode coming out for the season two of Mandalorian. Why? Super disappointed. Weird. It's weird. It is like, weird. I watched the season two, um, like, hour because in season one they did like the episodes. Yeah, they did a bunch of them. Yeah, because they were trying to like discuss the rest of it, and then with season two they just did a one hour special because they didn't want to rehash legacy and characters. They just like I just I thought it would have been cooler if they spent more time on season two because it's like now we can talk about what it's like to come back, things that we're doing slightly differently this Mm -hmm. time around. You know, all this, that, and the other. I was really disappointed to see that that first episode was only an hour, and now it looks like this new one is pretty much just going to be talking about the Luke reveal. Just about the. It's just about that, and I'm like, why? did you guys wait for so long because everybody yeah. in the universe knew within that first week after that episode came out that luke made an appearance yeah that was impossible to hide yeah i think courtney barely knows i think she knows luke comes back she's no it's way. just impossible yeah. to hide that like luke skywalker and the mandalorian it was really like, hard to everybody hide. knows about it was really hard to hide ahsoka as well oh yeah even well that, that got leaked before episode well, yeah, one of season two even dropped. Got cast it. they're like oh uh, what it was, I think it was a Brazilian Instagram for, mm-hmm. or one of the foreign Instagrams for Star Wars. They posted the casting list, and her and Tamora Morrison were both in there. So everyone like, was like, oh. "Okay, <laughs> like, we, got we know we know who Tamora's playing." Well, obviously, could have been Rex. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Rex is still alive. Uh, and Rosario Dawson, we were like, we wouldn't bring in a high-profile actress like her just to play a background character. Well, I think a Fennec Shan, Ming-Na Wen's pretty high-profile. Yeah, I mean, I she was. Um, a lot of the things that I know Migna Wef went from are animated, um, animated. Yeah. just her voice, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. She was in uh, Agents of Shield for a while. I believe she played. I watched Agent. Agents of Shield. A lot of people apparently. <laughs> like they're very like upset five that, people. They're very upset that Loki decanonized it. Oh. <laughs> in the first episode, they go and look, Coulson's death for real, for real. His death. He's dead. Yeah. Made the Avengers, and that's your fault. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh man. He did die, right? That was me. And it's like, yeah, okay, they just decanonized yeah, all seven seasons down. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because they bring Coulson back in the first episode. They're like, he's back. The only thing I ever LMD saw stuff. of, um, actually, no, I think that was the Agent Carter show, right? Yeah, Agent Carter yeah, was the one that was, with, uh, that was a different Peggy. one. That's the one so, I count as Not even S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peggy's a little bit different. Peggy's at the Pennyworth show. I like to think that that last scene that happens in Agent Carter where she dumps a... Uh, the I guess it's Steve's blood. Probably. Off of the bridge. Yeah. She probably goes home and then he's sitting there waiting yeah. for her. Yeah. I'm like, that's my headcanon. Because yeah, I'm super cannon. sappy. That scene at the end when he's <laughs> dancing with Peggy, it always yeah. makes me tear. I'm like, it sucks that it's not, I don't think it's Haley Atwell though. I think it's just some chicken away because she was busy doing something else. I mean, her, her face is uh, there. Yeah, they got her. Digi, yeah, digi-fied. either they digified her or again, they, they got, got her just dancing with some random yeah, buff dude. They, that's got, Chris they got Natalie Portman to come back for the end game, but it wasn't really her coming back. It was archived footage they didn't use in Dark yeah. World that they just reused and she just gave them permission. So yeah. she's credited in the film for being there, but she didn't get paid to be in the movie. She just got paid for her, like, you know, piece of it. We're to start that MCU podcast. I know, man. What are we doing? <laughs> I have to talk a lot about the MCU. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're doing season two of the gallery, but just the finale episode. And then also... I mean, I'm excited to watch On it, July 20... Exactly. July 21st, we're getting Behind the Attraction featuring Galaxy's Edge. Behind the Attraction is... Like another Disney documentary going into all the attractions that are around. Yeah, it's going to be Jungle like that Cruise. Imagineer one. Yeah, we're getting one for Jungle Cruise because Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like, yo, man, I can't stop talking about this. Gotta movie. talk about Jungle Cruise. And then we're getting one for the Hollywood stuff. And then we're getting one.
one for Galaxy's Edge. Five episodes are dropping on the 21st. I don't think I've ever ridden the Jungle Cruise. No. I've been to Disney like a million times to. when I was a kid. My parents worked at Disney. Don't think I ever rode Jungle Cruise. I kind of want to, though. Maybe, maybe when I'm there this after time. After the movie. <laughs> yeah, after the movie. See if the movie's cool. I gotta see The Rock do it. Yeah, so that has been our little news segment section. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some more news coming out as it you know, as it is there. But I mean, we'll just talk about whatever happens. Exactly. If something really cool happens. I mean, yeah. even talking about the toys, you know, that's kind of reaching. Yeah, well, Star Wars fa- Most Star Wars fans don't really give <laughs> I mean, a shit I'm going to be talking about the toys. trailers and the books for sure, but, like, the toys are stretched. The soap is just fun. Well, maybe I should rephrase that. Most grown-up Star Wars fans don't really care about... Maybe I should rephrase that. <laughs> there is a sect of Star Wars fans that does not care about the toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a small sect because I'm part of like one of the uh, Reddit groups for the Star Wars figures, and they're like, yeah. they love it. They're like, oh my god. I, I had to like think about what I was saying there for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, Star Wars fans fucking love toys. Yeah. And another part of our new formatting is content updates, but for the sake of this episode, we're not going to talk about content updates because like, well, I'll explain what it is, but we're not going to talk about what the content, you know, perhaps. Okay. So content updates. We're going to be talking about the weekly things that happen in Star Wars, whether it be. Of episode of Visions, an episode of Bad Batch, a movie, um, whatever. It's more of like expanded content rather than news. So like an episode of Bad Batch. So next week, for example, is Bad Batch episode 12? Uh, or the week coming up. I think. Yeah, two days yeah. from now because we're yeah. recording late on this one. I think so. Um, so next week's episode, we will be talking about Bad Batch episode 12 as well as whatever our topic happens to be. And then we'll be doing 13, 14, 15, 16. And then after that, 16, we'll do half of the uh, the, the last half mm. for a Bad Batch. Yep. And, like, same thing. When Vision shows up, we'll do a Vision. So every week we'll have, like, a, hey, let's talk about Bad Batch real yeah, quick. Just, just kind of keep it in quick. the uh, rotation. Yeah, keep us relevant a little so we bit. we talk about the con- – <laughs> yeah, I follow uh, a lot of other people who do Star Wars podcasts. And, and every week relevant. they're always talking about the new episode of Bad Batch, yeah. the new episode of Bad looking Batch. At, I was looking at other podcasts Bad 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 like the on. Rebel Force cast and then the nerd uh, Nerdist Theory, whatever he calls it, Nerd Theory. Yeah. And all they do – or Rule of Sith, Rule 2. Yeah, rule all two. they do is talk about the current stuff and they – you know, that's what people want to see. They don't want to see us talking about old stuff. Maybe eventually, but yeah. as of right now, like our old, like we did the movies, which is great just to cover the movies. But then we started doing the comics. I was like, we're, we're definitely going to lose some people here. Uh, I mean, my, my thing for this is just for it's us, just for us, just for us to for find sure. new Star Wars content or yeah. even talk about the stuff we've seen already, yeah, exactly. just so that we can document our conversation. And you know, that's not to say that our opinions don't change. So if you listen yeah. to like episode one, two, three, four, five, six, we seven, eight, all the way, change, yeah, it's like <laughs> there are plenty of opinions that I mean, we talked so much shit about Jar Jar. And in those early him. episodes. Now we're like, now. Jar Jar's like the best character. Like, if Ahmed Best listened to our first, like, five episodes, he'd be like, man, these guys suck. But then if you listen to our last five episodes, he'd be like, all right, these guys are pretty yeah. cool. We've been getting real into Jar Jar recently. It's because our lady friends are into it. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think also just rewatching Clone Wars has given us some more perspective on... Well, yeah. He really wasn't that bad. No, if you go back, he's definitely the worst part of Phantom Menace, for sure. He's the worst part of Phantom Menace, in my opinion, besides the racist... Um, of new gun <laughs> the Nemoidians. Yeah, the Nemoidians, that's what they're called, yeah. New gun is people are very like, They're still coming too. This is impossible. It's very bad. It's so racist. It's like, oh, it's like, the mo- And I want everybody to know, I just did the voice to illustrate how yeah, racist it's. Not everybody knows New Gun Rain by name. I do not do that kind of shit in public or even in my nah, own privacy of my mean. home, because you don't, you don't do that. You know, so, um, you know, having Jar Jar in there, I think it's just bad at the beginning, when he shows up and you're like, oh god. But otherwise, Jar Jar's not that bad. In two, and they 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 obviously delegate him to the background in two and three, 
and he's barely in anything else after that. The Clone Wars, he's in like I think seven episodes total. Mm-hmm. He has two by himself, three with two or three with Mace Windu, and he's like got a couple here and there. He just shows up sometimes. Yeah, he's got that one episode on Naboo where where, he's, he's, where he impersonates a uh, Boss Leone. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, they look very similar. That's like such a throwaway episode yeah. too. It's just like one of the random ones. It just like, happens. Right. They're like, look, it's Grievous. Okay. Look at him doing nothing. Okay. That's what I do. That's how we do. All right, you ready to get into our uh, topic? Yeah, so now that we're out of the content updates, let's talk about the Bad Batch for the topic. We're talking about the first half of Bad Batch, which is episodes one through eight, which are called... I'll run through the names real quick if you want me to, or we can just go on one by one. Uh, no, we'll just go one by one. All right, so I'll do a little overview on the Bad Batch to get us started. So... Star Wars The Bad Batch was created by Dave Filoni for Disney's streaming service, Disney+. Plus. It is part of the Star Wars CGI animated line of shows, acting as both a sequel and a spinoff from Star Wars The Clone Wars and a prequel of sorts to Star Wars Rebels. The Bad Batch is produced by Lucasfilm Animation with Jennifer Corbett as head writer and Brad Rao as supervising director. I don't know those people. Neither do I. I just know they do good work because they're doing Bad Batch. Fantastic. <laughs> and casting, we have D. Bradley Baker as the Bad Batch and some extra clone troopers. We have Michelle Ong as Omega. We got Bob Bergen as Lama Sue. Gwendolyn Yeo as Nala C. Stephen Stanton as Admiral Tarkin. Stephen Stanton um, uh, was interviewed by uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. And he also does Ben Kenobi yep. in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Yep. Uh, Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand, Rhea Perlman as Sid, Corey Burton as Cad Bane, and Seth Green as Toto. Those are the main characters we have in the first eight episodes. There's a bunch of throwaway characters that don't have... Bro, where's Tan Wee? I couldn't find (laughs) her. Tan Wee wasn't in the casting, and I couldn't find her. Uh, Is Tan Wee the one Yeah, Tan Wee's the one who gets axed. Okay. I think that's actually after what we're talking uh, well, about today. today. Hey, man, we keep it relevant. Yeah, there's, there's a spoiler. Whoops. It's all right. You want to hit up some of the... That's um, okay. That's like two weeks old at this point. Yeah. Do you want to hit up some of the uh, episodes real quick? Yeah, I'll talk about, uh, I'll, I'll talk about the episodes. So what we're going to try to do with our rundowns is we, I feel like we get a little bit wordy and it becomes a little bit too boring for the listeners when we just shout back at each other like random facts. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do like small little recaps for each episode. Like this is what happens. Like episode one, for example, they meet Caleb Dune, order 66 happens and then they go back to Camino and take Omega. Like, that's kind of what we're going to try to get with maybe a little bit kind more of. detail. <laughs> and then episode two they hang out with Cut the Queen. Like we're going to like keep it pretty yep. iced and easy. Um, so if you want to hit up some of the uh, Yeah for sure. And I know so, you got a lot of notes today because you just rewatched it all. Yeah. I rewatched it all. I don't, I don't really have a lot a lot of notes. I just oh, have, yeah. I, have a, I have a few things to like kind of point out yeah. and see what you have and to say And then we'll also them. be theory crafting but it'll be only the theories that are based off the first eight episodes and we will not use any of the spoilers we know from the future. Yes, I have some discussion questions at yes. the end. So uh, let's jump in. It's it's right at the end of the Clone Wars, you know, pretty much the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Actually, not even the beginning, like the midway point of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, when, right at the opening. When Order 66 is really about to kick off. So um, the Batch, uh, they're, de- they're the defective clones. You guys know them. We don't even really even have to go into who they are, because if you're listening to the podcast, you know who the Bad Batch are. And Echo's are. there. And Echo's there now. So uh, they're assisting Jedi Master Depa Balaba and her Padawan Caleb Doom on collar. Caleb Doom, for those of you who don't know, is Kanan Jarrus. Hell yeah. If you've seen Rebels, and if you haven't seen Rebels, then you should probably watch Rebels before you continue watching this show because it's only going to keep getting more Rebelsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with one episode. Especially with the newest episodes. Yeah. So uh, they're on collar, and Order sixty six is issued, and Balaba is killed by her clones. The Bad Batch receives the order too, but only Crosshair feels compelled to obey it. Uh, Hunter lets Doom escape, and then they return to Kamino, and the Bad Batch learn the war is over. The Empire has replaced the Republic, and they meet a young girl named Omega, who they deduce is another defective clone. 
Uh, Admiral Tarkin arrives to evaluate the clone's viability and sends the Bad Batch to eliminate a group of insurgents on Onderon, Saw Gerrera's insurgents. When they discover these insurgents are actually fugitives under Saw Gerrera himself, who refuse to submit to the new empire, Hunter has his men abandon the mission and return for Omega, feeling that she's in danger. They're arrested for treason, and Tarkin has Crosshair's inhibitor chip enhanced, turning him against his squad mates and forcing the Bad Batch and Omega to flee without him. Yeah, so that's the biggest uh, plot we'll probably talk about, because yes. this is a 75-minute episode. It is three episodes it long. very big. It is the uh, first kicker into it so technically the season's actually 19 episodes if you really count the minutes i mean but sure. it, it's yeah sure if you want to split it up but i yeah, know this opening was insane seeing yes. caleb doom was such cool it just sucks that freddie prince jr didn't like try to do a it younger sucks voice. that they brought freddie prince jr in <laughs> they should have just brought a, like a female or a kid in yeah. and just give him or a different voice freddie prince just would try because what is rebels him? like 13 years after this something like that so it's, it's like he grew up yeah kanan jar is supposed to be like 26 yeah, like, seven. It's like, God forbid. I, I'm sure that he didn't sound that way when he was, like, 13. No. Uh, so, yeah, some notes about episode one. Obviously, Caleb Doom, Dub Blaba, that's cool for anybody who's yeah, a Rebels they, fan they knew about this. They did retcon the comic book, though, written by They, they did retcon that. Yeah, uh, so in the, comic, in the comic book, which we'll talk about at some point, um, Kanan is hanging out with Depapalaba, and they're, like, chilling around a fire. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the clones that they're with, they're wearing red, and they turn on them and then kill uh, Depapalaba, and then Caleb runs through the woods, and then he meets up with a couple guys, and yeah, they gets, shoot off the Yeah, he gets saved by somebody. Yeah. I mean, uh, presumably... He gets saved by a smuggler. Presumably, Same thing everything happens. that happens after, you know, could continue. It. Yeah, it's just when like he runs away. the circumstance in which it happens. Yeah. I think it was just a fun little Easter egg to throw in there. Unfortunately, it did retcon canon comic books, mm-hmm. but you can still easily just be like, eh, it's, it's just a different interpretation. Yes. Because he still ends up as a rebel, so. Um, with, the phantom, with the Phoenix Squad. Yeah, so I thought it was cool that Kanan and Rebels, he says the last thing his master said to him was run, and it's yeah. totally the last thing she says to him. Just run, Caleb. Uh, we see that Jedi uh, that's dead on Kamino. We don't really get to see them. We just see the lightsaber fall out of the hand, yeah. and everyone kind of thinks it's Zat. Should be Shaq. The, the little uh, the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the kid who's one of the Kit Fisto people. Yeah. So that'd be unfortunate. That would be unfortunate. Right? I, I, I think so. Is? I think that's what we're. Yeah. The... But we know Gungi's alive. So Gungi is. Alive. He becomes the new chief of the Wookies. I'd love to know what he's doing right now. Becoming the chief of the Wookies. He's gonna be in Bad Batch. He's gotta be in Bad Batch. Just wait until they bring him to Ryloth, and he's a he's a slave. He's show up in Ryloth. He's a slave. Oh he's also a Jedi. Gungi's gonna show up in Bad Batch. Uh, Tarkin looks like shit now. Tarkin, like, aged significantly in, uh, six months. Yeah, he looks, uh, like he's a hundred now. Yeah. They were like, look, he looks the way he did in the original movies. Like, why? He looks the way he does in Rebels. Oh my god, Fucking why? why? <laughs> That's so many it's years the later. Stress. Uh, I thought it was hilarious when Omega sits down at the table, and the guy walks by and goes, look, another member for the sad batch. The sad <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. Really the sad batch. I love that. I, I had to mention it, because it's just so funny. Um... <laughs> Something that you and CJ didn't pick on up on, but I saw it in the first episode, was um, Omega, and it's the only time she does it, as far as I can tell, she replicates all of Hunter's moves. So, like, every time he, like, leans forward. I don't forward, think it's the first. Oh, the first. Yeah, yeah like, he'll, he'll lean forward. She'll look at him and lean forward the same way he is and keep, like, looking yeah, back at him to make sure she's doing the same thing. she did it a couple times in the thing. other episodes as well. Yeah. Okay. I picked up on it in the third episode when they are hunted down that thing. Okay. So, yeah. so that's when it would be. Yeah, she, it looks like she's just trying to. Uh, she's she's picked her in. favorite member. Or she picked she's dad. picked somebody who she can kind of hone in on and try to replicate his moves because she's like, I want to be like you guys. Like well, she I, does I was, it to all of them here. except for Echo so far. So and Crosshair obviously. So with Wrecker, like they have a nice little bond and they get mentality yeah, well, for more mentality. Well, they and have their bond. Tech, they're right? like trying to talk about tech stuff and like I want to fly this ship, but tech says I have to do all this. Yeah, I'm talking so. purely from like a mimic standpoint. Oh yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. just replicating his movements. He's the leader. Yeah, to to kind of like try and figure out like how to. Mm-hmm. 
work with these guys. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um, this is something that we're going to be talking about a lot, I feel like. So Omega knows Crosshair is struggling not to commit Order 66, signaling either she has common sense and an understanding about the inhibitor chips, which we know she does. <laughs> yeah, we know Later she on, was, we yeah, find out she, she does know about them. Yeah. Um, or she might be Force-sensitive and subconsciously reading his thoughts. Because why does he have white? Why does she have white hair? That, is she a Palpatine? No. <laughs> <laughs> we already know about who she well, really is. Yeah, but the same with the, with the hair, though. I mean, I feel like... I don't know why. Not really. It's a palpy. She got a chin. She got the palpa chin. I honestly don't... I honestly think it's just a switching just a, in the genetics thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's pretty much everything I had to say about the first episode. Oh, yeah, and they make the... They use live rounds on the batch. That was cool. Yeah, and the uh, training ship. Because uh, Tarkin and Rampart need to reevaluate them. Rampart sucks. Rampart's a big choke. I don't like him. He sucks. He's kind of lame. He's lame. And they're making a toy of him, and I'm like, why? He's like Tarkin one and a half. Yeah, he's like Tarkin like, point eh. five. It's like, eh. He sucks. He's okay. He's the one who gets the conscripted soldiers into uh, from clones to stormtroopers, though. So that's a yep. big rise to power. And I think he dies in the Death Star, so whatever. Uh, I don't even. I actually looked up his uh, Wikipedia page. We don't have any information about him. He's just so he's a new. Character. All of his information is from the Bad Batch. Really? So yep. it must be new. So he'll probably die in the Bad at batch. the end of the show, probably, <laughs> or at, at the end point. of this season. I'm really Tar- thinking he's gonna die. Tarkin will probably and kill then Tarkin him and will be like, "Well, if." If I don't have to worry about him anymore, I'll just do everything myself. I'll take credit. Because, fuck it. He does that with Orson Krennic. He's so good at that. He takes credit Orson for credit. everything. Credit. Credit. Credits. Credit. I can't wait for uh, Rampart to die and then Orson Krennic to take his place. Yeah. And then Ben Mendelsohn back. Krennic in the show would just be sick. He'd be dope to see. I love Krennic. Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, do you back. have anything else, Mike, to say? About the first episode? The no, I was just episode? super excited that the... Um, that uh, all the little Easter eggs that we had and seeing the Bad Batch again after seeing them only for a brief time in uh, yes. Season 7. Yeah. Because it was cool to know that they were supposed to be like around way earlier and then they were like, nah. Because they got cancelled, unfortunately. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but then they got to bring it back, though. But then you also introduce characters like Trace and Rafa and you're like, and you're like yeah, because they're, they're just like okay characters. But they do come back, which we'll talk about in these episodes. But it's just one of those things where I think we're talking about it when we're talking about Season 7 of The Clone Wars. Where it was like, why introduce these characters if they're never going to show up again? That means they have to die because they're not in any other content, as far as we know. And I mean, Rafa would not be able to survive that long. Rafa's older. Rafa's I don't know. Like I don't know if that's a particularly accurate statement, right? Because these were characters originally. They weren't even in season seven. Like I told you, this story It was originally a dude yeah. that Ahsoka was going to run into. So who knows where that even would have happened? Yeah. So that means when they revived season seven, they decided to bring these characters in. Yeah. So that I, I personally think you're going to see older versions of them. Well, in no, yeah, we show. obviously uh, in the Ahsoka show. I think, maybe I think you're going to see. I definitely think we're going to see Trace for sure. We might hear that Rafa died. Or, or if if not see them, you're probably going to hear her voice like, "Hey, Trace," yeah. and, or she'll just say one of the names, right? Yeah, it, Let you know these characters are yeah, still around. Because it sucks that like, and I know things like get retconned later and they fix things, but like with Ahsoka, we saw her in Clone Wars, then in Rebels, and then in Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and then with Rex, we know he shows up in Rebels, and then we don't know he shows up in anything else, but he's been retconned to be in Endor. So we know that, but with Trace and Rafa, they show up in season seven. They have one episode in Bad Batch, but they weren't in Rebels because Rebels did hindsight, you know, come out yes. later. And the Mandalorian, they haven't showed up yet because they weren't introduced until season. So then, exactly, we just got to see what's I going on. I fully expect Rebels to win. Captain Rex, Trace, and Rafa to show up in the Ahsoka show. Oh, for sure. I, am, well, I mean, if Rex is still if alive. there is one thing I am confident about is that all three of these characters will make either an appearance or be cameoed in some way. Yeah, whether it's a reference or just talking to them. 
over the fucking yeah. comms or whatever it is. I am fully expecting all three of these characters to make. They have Tamora Morrison, and he's doing a lot of stuff for, and Raul for Coley. them now. And Raul Coley, and Raul Ezra. Coley is Ezra, dude. Oh my god, he's been teasing it. Apparently, um, uh, I forget what his name is, but he's the guy who's um in Aladdin, the main character in Aladdin. Yeah, I heard he might do it he's, too. He might be doing Ezra as well. He's been getting really ripped. I, I'd be, I'd be okay with that too. He, he's good. He's good I, I, I liked. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like to see those Disney rehashes because they were just rehashes. Yeah. I like the Aladdin movie. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think he's gonna do a good job because I watched him in a show that did, unfortunately didn't do as well as Aladdin, but it was called um, Reprisal, mm-hmm. and he plays one of the main characters. He's really good. Yeah. So I'm hopefully he's Ezra, but I want Raul because I like him better because Raul's because really, he's like a meme lord. He's a fun little and he's lord. always te- he's always teasing yeah. Star Wars. Plus stuff. I want Ezra a huge Star Wars. Plus I want Wars Ezra fan. to have a beard or mustache. You ever like seen Raul Coley's collection of Star Wars dude, stuff? He's nuts. I'm like, dude, I need to find where you live. <laughs> In the UK. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. To get you. I'm on my way. Yeah. So episode one, pretty cool. It's got some fun legacy stuff in there. Yeah. Speaking of legacy, though, let's hop into Cut and Run. A little cheeky name with Cut LeQueen showing up. Cheeky. Yeah, so this one is kind of a throwaway episode. No offense to Cut LeQueen's uh, interaction, but... um, I think it's cool for, like, a little bit of Empire setup. Yeah. The Bad Batch head to Saluka Mine to uh, hit up Cut LeQueen and see if they can escape off-world with them. They find out about the chain codes, and they just try to help get Cut LeQueen and his family off and then they leave and go do something else. Well, they the uh, original plan is to get Omega with them too. To send Omega, yeah, because they're like, we can't take care of her. They're like, she has no place in our crew. And then Queen's uh, like, kids are cool. They, they literally send her off with Cut at the end of the episode after they forge the chain codes, and um, she just leaves. And she comes back to the Bad Batch, and she's like, I'm here to help. You forgot me. Don't mm-hmm. leave me. Yeah. And then they take her because they're like, we were sending you off to a good place. She's like, yeah, but if you send me away, I don't know those people really. And I've been looking forward to meeting you. And now that I'm here with you guys, I don't want to be separated from you guys. guys. Yeah, she's like, I'm one of you now. So it it is a pretty interesting um, episode just from that aspect. And obviously seeing Cut again was cool. Yeah, he's the Um, the one reg they like. They make a joke about it besides Rex. uh, Omega's like, I thought you guys didn't like Rags. Like, this one we like. They did the direct <laughs> yeah, cut. This one we like. Yeah. <laughs> we like this one. <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool, the parallel between Omega and Ray here, where she touches down on Salukamai and she's like playing with the dirt. And she's like, oh my God, like, this is so cool. I've never seen this. It's like when Ray first sees um, Maz Kanata's planet. Takodana. Takodana. That's it. That's where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, I've never, I never even knew there was this much green in the galaxy, yeah, right? Because you've been on Jakku forever. Uh, I, I'm like, that's cool. I like little moments like this yeah. where you take a character who's been on one kind of planet and their whole life. And she picks up and goes, what is this? And, and, and then it's like, is, it's dirt. And she goes, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, Quain, he he's an interesting case. Uh, he's not triggered by Order 66, presumably because like, he never received the order from Palpatine directly. Because he lost, but like, he lost communication. But doesn't it, it's a chip, but if, so this, yeah, so, I know I'm it sounds like I'm trying to piece something together because I am. Because you are. So, and, and I think I have an explanation. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit you with my questions, and you can try to hit me with an answer. Mm-hmm. So Cutler Queen, I have two theories. Well, yes. not theories, mostly questions. One, Cutler Queen wasn't around to hear it, so it didn't affect him. That seems a little weird. Or two, or three, because he crashed down. He crash landed, right? So maybe it yeah, damaged. He crashed. It, maybe crash landed and damaged his head. He crashed. And then three, uh, he hasn't seen a Jedi yet. So why would, like, yes, it calls them back, but if he wasn't given the order to get called back, because a lot of the troopers got, like, their leaders, like Commander Cody, for example, got the order and said, all right, guys, we're going back to Kamino. If you're not in the loop, you don't know about that. But if you see a Jedi, your brain could instantly go, tell him to kill it. So he hasn't seen a Jedi yet. 
Yeah. He didn't even interact with Obi-Wan and Anakin, I don't think, really, right? Well, he would have seen them on Geonosis. He would have seen them, Because yes. there would have been a shit ton of Jedi there. Yeah. It would have been impossible yeah, for Yeah, no, I'm not saying he hasn't seen a Jedi ever. Yeah. He hasn't seen a Jedi since Order 66 was initiated. Yeah. And seeing as we're probably not going to see Cutler Queen here, ever again. Here's the thing about Order 66. It changes your entire mindset. I mean, what, yeah. was, what did Wrecker do when he got turned on, right? Spoilers, by the way. What did Wrecker do when he got <laughs> turned on? He was like, he turns to Omega. Yeah. And he's like... You're in violation of Order Six. She's really not though. She's yeah. just kind of hanging out with them because she got taken. Yeah, she just and it. immediately like I'm on to kill. Well, no, he didn't so, try to kill her until she shot at him with a gun. Well, he was totally. She didn't shoot at him. She did. She tried to shoot at him. There's a scene when um after he takes down all the other members and they're all like running away, she pulls out a gun and she like aims it at him. He goes, "You're in violation of Order Sixty Six against treason, whatever." Yeah, but even even happens. still, if Cut was activated, if he was activated, the second he found Rex, the second he found the Batch, that would have been it. Yeah, because he would have been like, "Y'all are committing treason." Unless Rex, that been it. we know that Rex met him first, so Rex may have cut the chip out of his head. But then he, we, we, they should have implemented like a little like, oh, he's got a little bandage on his head. Yeah. But so. Yeah. I also have I have two theories. Which um, either his chip was damaged because of the crash, because of the crash, and it's not a problem anymore, and that's just cut it. Yeah. And I feel Cause, like cause I feel like that's the easiest yeah, explanation. Wreckers was a little bit damaged because of his explosion, yeah. and then we maybe we'll see spoilers a little bit. Uh, crosshairs might be a little fucked up too, mm-hmm. but um, what's his face? Echo, God. Mm-hmm. Echo is when he became half machine. His yeah. whole thing fucked with him. Well, obviously, he's got his head blown up, yeah. and where his chip would be now, there's like an implant exactly. there, so that was probably just taken yeah. out. Uh, yeah, so the easiest way to describe it would be he just lost the programming basically when he crashed. Yeah. The second way for me to kind of rationalize this is you have to get the order from Palpatine directly. Dude. So all these other clones, got right? Their helmets. They get it in the helmet. Yeah. So when the, when the commander picks up a call... These are orders going out to everybody from the Chancellor. Order 66 turns them on. Because they're broadcasting on all channels. What is it? Order 66. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he says that. He goes, Order 66 is broadcasting on all channels. I'm like, what's Order 66? They're like, what even is that? Yeah. So um, I think that you have to hear it direct from Palpatine. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Cut didn't hear it direct from him, it just didn't happen. He said he buried his armor. As well, right? He yeah. Said he like he crash landed. I mean, obviously he doesn't have it because he yeah. leaves Salukamai without it. Yeah. He, he just he, he pieces he out his family. Armor, I believe. So, uh, I think that one makes more sense, mm-hmm. uh, which could also give us a little bit of an indicator why our current guy might not be getting. Well, I don't want to spoil too much oh, for yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Howie. Maybe something happened with him that he didn't get the order. Yeah, because something's going on. Because he's not. Maybe he's not acting the, the way he came out. Because. It's very much so that Order 66 pulls you to, like, direct cooperate. Kill the yeah. Jedi, first and foremost, yeah. but directly cooperate yeah. with whatever the Empire tells you. Know. Whatever the Republic or the Empire tells yeah. you, like, like that's Like I said, it. when Wrecker finds out that Omega is, like, a traitor, he tries to kill her. Exactly. Indicating that, so, with that character, for like, that other character. Like, it doesn't just sense. change yeah. you, like, in... Because even, even the reg, even the regs <laughs> on Camino, right? Yeah. Tech goes to ask him a question, and he's like, get out of my way, right? Yeah, he just, like, like snubs him, and he's like... Well, okay. Yeah. Like, he also goes, that's nothing. You guys are all dicks now, like, right? Well, so, they're always kind of dicks. They don't like the bad bitch. Yeah, it just seems. It just seems like a lot of them. Even their like stance, right? If you look at the, a lot of the clones that are just kind of like hanging out in episodes of Clone Wars, yeah. right? They're, they're like, a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Like when they're stanced up, they're stanced up. But literally all the time, the clones now always seem to be like kind yeah. of out of tension. Mm-hmm. Like they can't not be following orders. Yeah. So with this new character, it's, it adds to the Cutler Queen theory. It's like, yeah. what's going on with certain clones? Uh, yeah. So, 
that's my thing for cut. Uh, chain codes. Never yeah, really, cool. never really knew what they were they have until them this in point. Rebels. They have them in Solo. Mm-hmm. They talk about chain codes. You got to get your chain code to get off the planet. Yeah. Up until now, you could have just always assumed they were kind of like ID, but it's like before uh, we got this, we were like, well, where did they even come from? Yeah. So it's cool to see like we're implementing chain codes. You want to get off whatever planet you're on, you need to apply for a chain code. If you can't do that, then very passport. clearly, yeah, it's like a passport, a passport and ID. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all it really it's is. So they can find people. It's one, so they can track people. And two, so they can find anybody who, like, if, if it's a Jedi. Because try- all the Jedi went into hiding. Like, mm-hmm. Heath Koth. Yes. If he had a chain code, they'd identify him. They'd probably right. find him pretty easy. Yeah, so, but he escaped before that, mm-hmm. hid out, and Vader was able to find him through. I mean, and we saw them forge chain codes for cutting his family. Yeah. So it's also possible that that's something that happened for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, another first for Omega, she meets kids that actually act like kids and aren't being raised yeah. to be soldiers. So that was cool. Uh, and after trying to get the ball, Cut LeQuane has to tell Hunter to lay off treating Omega like a soldier, which is something new for him. Because he's never had to deal with like a normal kid. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat, too, because it kind of uh, informs the way that he's going to start treating her going forward. Uh, we got to see a Nexu from Attack of the Clones when Omega goes to get the ball and she almost gets eaten by it. I thought that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So it's always cool to see these uh, other Kids creatures. Kids almost die. Well, no, the, just the creatures from other things. Yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. And Omega, she proves her usefulness to the Batch when they send her off with Cut to be safe, but she goes back to help. Uh, and it's yeah. actually a pretty sad moment, but you know she's got to be coming back because they wouldn't just introduce her and be like, all right, she's leaving second episode. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, it's a good thing we went back to get her in the first episode just to kick her out in the second yeah, exactly. one. exactly. They made an effort to go back and save her because she's one of them. And then they're like, she's okay, bye. And now we're kicking her out. Yeah. We should have like, just right. left her on Camino. At that point, yeah, she would have been safer, kind of. Yeah, so, uh, so I said this episode fully emerges us in the father-daughter relationship, similar to the father-son relationship found mm-hmm. in Grogu and Din. At first, Hunter just wants her to go somewhere safe, but then he realizes they're all she has, so he decides to keep her around. Yep. That's the good and, and it's cool. I, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. I, I don't really have a problem with it. it. I know a lot of other people do because they're not trying to watch these uh, gruff guy taking care of a little girl episodes. But lone Wolf and Cub? It is what it is, you know? Dave Filoni likes his Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, I mean, clearly. clearly. I mean, it's not really Lone Wolf in this specifically, but it's still Wolves and Cub. Anakin and Ahsoka? (laughs) Well, uh, Anakin (laughs) wouldn't say he's a Lone Wolf. I would would say that's probably the fully developed version of this relationship we're watching. Oh, for sure. Like, Grogu and Mando is the beginning, Mm -hmm. Uh, this is the middle, and then Ahsoka and Anakin is like the... It starts off rough, and then they get together. I mean... you know. Omega, we have. They took Omega. We have to get her back. They yeah. took the kid. We have to get him back. Ahsoka, we have to find Ahsoka. Yeah. She can't be missing. It's literally <laughs> just that, you know. Filoni likes his. He loves this Japanese storytelling, and it, it is what it is. You know, I don't yeah. really have a problem with that. Now on to episode. Oh, do you have any more notes about this? No, that's okay. It. So, so episode, episode three, three replacements. That is when uh, we got an Ordo Moon Dragon stuff. That's where they um. Yeah, they're okay. stranded on a moon after their ship is yeah, damaged from their escape on Salukamai. Uh, and while they're trying to fix it, an Ordo Moon Dragon steals the part they need. Yeah. Hunter and Omega go to get so it. They do the hunting uh, stuff. Yeah, Hunter. So she mimics his hunting because she's like, "Oh, all of us go like our own thing. Like Tech's really smart. Wreck's big. Mm-hmm. Tech is a robot. I, I always, per- I always forget boy. that Hunter can just like touch the dirt and, and then like, know where everything is. He's got like, expert I'm tracking like, like, capabilities. Okay. He's just like. <sighs> I know where it is. Instead of calling him Hunter, they should have called him Trekker. Trekker. <laughs> What's up, Trekker? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Hunter and Omega go to get the uh, piece back from the Moon Dragon, or the part. And meanwhile... Uh, Hunter is incapacitated, and Omega... I'm just going to blow through their story first. Okay. And Omega continues alone and is able to track the dragon and retrieve the part without a fight. Because she learns that she can also do what Hunter does. Yes. Because she's all the clones Cause combined. Because she, she's literally... She is all... The, she is all the clones. <laughs> 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 
she doesn't say that line, I'm gonna riot. <laughs> I am all. <laughs> get I am all the. I empire. am all the empire. <laughs> no, we'll get uh, what's the rampart? I am all the empire, and I am all the clones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be we'll awesome. Give her, her lightsabers. <laughs> why not? Just go all in at that point because she's force sensitive. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, back on Camino, Tarkin and Rampart put crosshair in command of a new unit of conscripted the soldiers. Purge troopers. Uh, no, the new, <laughs> new they are they called, called purge the, troopers? Is that what they call them? Yeah, I believe they're called the purge troopers. Okay, because they're the ones in black and they're supposed to like do the stuff that the clones won't do. It's the first conscriptions. It's the first set of stormtroopers. Hmm. I believe purge troopers have another name in other books, but they're the ones that wear black. The ones that wear black are always purge troopers. They okay. show up in the uh, Mandalorian. Those are like uh, Moff Gideon's elite guards before the Death Robot guys. Right. They're the black soldiers right. that hang out. I think they're also in. Oh my god! Fallen Order, Rogue One, and Fallen Order. Yes. Yeah. So I think this is the original Purge Trooper like line. I believe that's what they're called. Okay. I, mean, I I could buy it if if yeah. that's the way that they're trying to go with that. Yeah. So uh, on Commander, they put Crosshair in command of a new unit of conscripted soldiers that are sent to Onderon to wipe out Guerrero's camp. Because they didn't do it before. Because they didn't do it before. And Tarkin's like, maybe these yeah. guys couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guerrero's gone already, and Crosshair kills one disloyal recruit. Because uh, he's like, oh, we saw Guerrero's gone. Our mission was to kill him. And he's like, but leave no survivors. Good soldiers follow orders. Yeah, the, the soldier guy's like, we were hired to, uh, you know, snuff out... Uh, an insurgency not to kill civilians and he's like these guys are the insurgents and he's like i think he goes uh do you know why they put me in charge of this unit because i have what it takes to get the job done and then he kills him he just kills the dude and and then he walks behind the other members and he's like finish the job and then they light him on fire (laughs) that one guy got a flame he just burns those dudes to death it is really bad (laughs) uh so then tarkin sees the potential for the conscripted soldiers which concerns crosshair uh, and it concerns the Prime Minister Lama Su. Because they got the deals with the Jedis and Sith so, and Separatists to always make money based on the clones because they're good troopers I and they got, never follow, you know. I got some more notes. What you got, you brother? So, uh, Tech builds a scanner to see the in- if the inhibitor chips are active because they got to do that. Yeah. Uh, and he's also really funny. <laughs> When the, the ship is great. I thought it was obvious. No, when the ship drops out of hyperspace oh, okay. for the, from the damage on the ship, Hunter is like super concerned. He's like, "Oh, you said that we were gonna be all right." And Tech goes, "Oh, well, it's not anything that's affecting our life support, so we are fine." I'm like, yeah. "I'm like, dude, you're such an asshole. You guys are so straightforward." I'm like, "You guys are literally falling out of space right now." And and Hunter's like, "This is a problem." And he's like, "No, life support's still on. We're good." Yeah. He's like, "We're not gonna die. We're Same fine." Same thing with the, I thought it was obvious. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was cool to show the batch getting accustomed to Omega's presence and Wrecker building a bed for her in the gunnery chair was, it, was something really cute to see. They make, I love well, that They make mention in the newest episode that, that oh, it's my bed it's until, we got, until, until we get shot, get shot at. at. Yeah. And then and it goes back to me. That's pretty awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that it's sad to see the original members of the batch missing crosshair when Omega pulls out his own weapon kit. This means they have his gear on board, though maybe for a time when he returns to them and needs a weapon. Maybe. That's Aww. my theory. And I thought this episode would mean they'd give Omega more agency on missions because yeah. she like shows that she could do stuff, but they still baby her a bit after this. Uh, hopefully this changes sooner than later. In more recent episodes, it looks like it might start to, but I guess we'll see. Uh, a side note on that, the Jedi have the power to use the Force to calm scared creatures, and Omega very much exhibits this kind of behavior with Ordo Moon Dragon, because mm-hmm. once her demeanor calms, so does the dragons. Mm-hmm. Again, almost like she's subconsciously using the Force to make things happen. Like Grogu and Rey. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Grogu is a little bit more trained, in at least from what we see, because he like he knows what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, but she Ray, was trained by Ray's in the more temple, probably, as a little baby Spanish. Little baby Spanish. Yeah. Uh, so the plan to use the clones and specifically what that's what the Crosshair. Yoda race is called. They're called Spanish. 
They're called Spanch. That'd be amazing if that's... I would love it if they're just they're called, called Bob Spanch. Spanch. So then we have Baby Spanch, we have Old Spanch. <laughs> the Elder Spanch. <laughs> um, Spanchians. So, <laughs> yeah. Spanch. <laughs> I was really hoping that by the end of Mando Season 2, we would get, like, a race name for these things. Well, I'm like, what are they? They're just Yodas. You're never gonna know. Yoda and Grogu and Yadel. Uh, so the plan to use the clones and specifically Crosshair for the time being as trainers for the conscripted army, I think that's really sick because obviously they've been trained from birth to be soldiers and nothing mm -hmm. else. Uh, I wonder how they'll ultimately remove the clones from service entirely. Kill them. There's probably like a kill code. Uh, probably something. But there, like was, that. there was a kill code. That means they would have killed the Bad Batch when they deserted. So. Yeah. Well, if their chips aren't really working right, then maybe they'd be like, "Yeah, that's not gonna work anyway." Because they're not because they're probably the under the assumption like. Yeah, they're chi like his is working, and theirs clearly aren't. So maybe there's like not even a point. Well, we also know that they're not going to kill them all because um, Wolf in Rebels still contacts the Empire every once in a while. That's another thing. I think people, um, I think people have a misconception of what the inhibitor chips really like are capable of. Mm -hmm. I believe that everything the chip can do has to be brought on verbally. I don't think you can just hit a button and make things happen. Because if Execute that was the case, why wouldn't he just hit the 66 button yeah. and just turn it on when he was ready? It's true. Right? Why did he have to give the order out? Verbal commands. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think it's something you just be like. Yeah, we're gonna hit their kill switch now. Right? Yeah, I, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Mm. Uh, I totally think there could be an order that's like every clone kill yourself. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like in Black Widow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. Um, I said it sucks to see how far Crosshair has fallen to the point where he'll kill civilians and even his own men if they don't comply. He's about to kill his boys. Yeah. He's bad batch. He's uh, like always trying to kill them. But that being said... It's not him falling, though. That's the chip. That being said, Crosshair looks almost sad when the new guys are setting up in the Bad Batch's old room. Yeah. Almost like his internal feelings are poking through and well, he feels they, conflicted they about what talk, he's doing. Omega even talks about it in the first episode. She goes, I know you can't control it. She goes, this is not you. She's like, I know you can't control your feelings right now, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, she knows what's going on a little bit. Yes. And it just sucks that, you know, we're she not... She definitely has an idea of what's happening. Yeah, well... And um, we were talking about this actually earlier in the car. Project War Mantle. Tarkin refers to the replacement of clones with conscripted soldiers as Project War Mantle. Yeah. It could be something big later, and it felt like too specific a name for just a throwaway line. Exactly. So we'll keep our eyes open for that, for that again. Uh, and then we're on to episode four, homie. Yeah, cornered. On their way to their proposed hiding place on the planet Edel Floor. Uh, the Bad Batch is forced to stop at the nearest planet of Pantora, where George Lucas is not there. Nah, so they can no gather that. supplies and tech and modify the ship's signature, since they now appears on the Empire's wanted list. A loading bay attendant on Pantora identifies the Bad Batch and informs Fennec Shand, a mercenary who has been hired to retrieve Omega, Hunter, uh, Hunter and Echo, and Omega search for supplies while Tech and Wrecker work on the ship. Uh, Omega is approached by Shand, uh, which leads to Hunter chasing Shand through the city. Hunter and Omega lose Shand. And after the modifications are completed, the Bad Batch depart from Pantora. Yes. This is our first introduction of, Pan of uh, Fennec Shand in canon, mm -hmm. in the timeline. And it is also the first introduction of the little tiny robot with the hands. The little tiny robot with the hands, little, yeah. The little stubby guy. He has a name. I think his name's like Chip. It's like a little stubby trash can with like yeah. uh, crazy arms. Little droid in Bad Batch. Yeah, so uh, Pantora, obviously the planet where Baron Papanoida is his from. Name's Clank. 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 I mean, yeah, it's a cool episode. We get introduced to Fennec Shand. Obviously, um, 
I actually wrote something here. Okay. I wrote, obviously, Fennec Shand is being brought in to set up possible relationships and character arcs to be further developed yeah. in Book of Boba Fett and beyond, possibly the War of the Bounty Hunters comic or something of the like later on. Mm. I totally think that you have a chance of seeing her show up in that. Kumiya? Oh, Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. Um, well, we know she makes it to Mandalorian, so uh, Mandal- yeah, so she would have to make an appearance. That's what I'm saying, that she and could show she up in the, made an appearance in the War of the Bounty Hunters. War of the Bounty Hunters, yeah, but they only got to issue two mm-hmm. it could, in, the, in the main series. It's supposed to be like a a long-running comic, It's going until October. Yeah. Because it's five issues by itself, plus the alpha, and then it's everything tied in between, plus a bunch of one-shots. Okay, so not as long as I had originally So Fennec Shand could still... It's still five months. I mean, you could even get a Fennec Shand one-shot. She could get her own comic. They have no Mandalorian comic books out right now. It pisses me off. Yeah. There's no Mando content at all outside of the show. I think they want to really just leave his character development for for the show. And maybe maybe after we hit, like, a series finale... Mm-hmm. They'll be like, all right, now we're going to tell you about his early life. Or maybe some like, stuff. we didn't see. You know, because who knows? He might die at the end of the show. He's definitely going to die. You know, He's definitely going to die. We really don't show. know. I mean, we know why his ship didn't show up in the big uh, season uh, episode 9 finale. He has no reason to help those people. I know. Well. I mean, he knows Cara Dune, right? He knows Ahsoka. But she's not even in Star Wars anymore. <laughs> we don't know uh, what's happening we'll with see. her. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with her. We don't know what's going on. Uh, you get that part where Echo is sold to the guy. He thinks he's a droid. Yeah, because he's wearing the full. And he's like, he's like, I'll like, give you two thousand credits for him. And Echo's like, I am worth more than two thousand credits. <laughs> I think he sells him for three. Yeah. Uh, so I thought and then that was he's funny. like, and then he's like, and you can just leave when you're done. He says, you're not a droid. And he goes, oh, yeah. you're right. Uh, Wrecker, this is the first episode where he takes a hit to his head. More, no, it's the second episode where he gets a hit to his head. I think he what happened in the, the first one? Uh, he just bonks his head on something. Or he falls down and hits his head. I was I was pretty sure this was the first one that happened. No, this is the first time he makes a mention of it. I think in one of the episodes he jumps to hyperspace and they he bonks. Oh, he hits his head yeah. when they oh when they drop out of hyperspace. Yeah, he, he hits smashes his head, his head on the seatbelt. That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. So that, that ends episode three because with the moon dragon. Yes. And this one is where and this is this is where it's sig- this is where it signified to us that something was going to happen because yeah. we were like this is the second time now he's been smashed in the head and nobody and he, else is getting smashed in the head. <laughs> he gets smashed in the head three more times yeah. before they do anything. He gets beat up. He's supposed um, to be the strongest one, but he always gets taken down first. Yes. Uh, uh, pretty much the last thing I had to say about this episode was I like uh, how they present Fennec Shan's character. Very cool. She's not dishonorable. She doesn't kill the informant even after the job goes awry. Yeah, and she's also not a big dickhead. Yeah, no. As opposed to any other bounty hunter. Like, Cad, we see Cad Bane later on. Not a spoiler, he's in the first eight episodes. We see Cad Bane later on, and he is just like... Oh, fuck all of you. And yeah. Like, that, he was like, he's like, I'm just going to kill you and take the girl. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and Fennec Shand is like, I'll just try to do without casualties, please. Yeah, she's like, what if I can just trick this little girl into yeah. my ship? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like low-key kind of sus, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, that's pretty much all I'd say about that episode. Fennec Shand is really the main attraction of it. Yeah. She's cool. We like her. Yes, sir. I'm excited to see more about her as well, because we need like a little bit more of an origin story. Oh, for sure. Just like a throwaway line, like, hey, this. Yeah, I, think, I think we'll definitely see her come back again. I feel like she was just too much of a... They brought her in for just to get rid of her so quick. It just wouldn't make sense to me. I love how I just fumbled like every mm-hmm. single word I had. No, uh, man, it happens. I do it all the time. <laughs> and let's move on to episode five, Rampage. Fucking constantly. So, hoping to discover who hired Shan, the Bad Batch go to Ord Mantell. You guys know this place where the Pike Syndicate lives. Yeah. Uh, where Echo knows of a Jedi informant named Sid. She I offers don't know what to find... like. 
Yeah, they don't know what Sid looks like. Uh, and actually, Omega's the one to figure it out. Again, force just using her force powers. Her force powers. That, that, that they haven't said she you're has Sid. yet. You're Sid. You're perceptive. I'm a Jedi. Well, I also have the force, and I can read your mind, and I heard you say, I'm Sid. These fucking idiots are so stupid. <laughs> I have good, good ears. Yeah, I've, got, I've got real good ears. <laughs> That's my power. My um, name's Listener. <laughs> so Sid offers to find out about Shannon in exchange for their help. Slavers have kidnapped a child named Moochie. Moochie! And Sid will receive a reward from Jabba the Hutt if the Bad Batch Moochie. helps her rescue the child. The Bad Batch find and fight off the slavers, rescuing Moochie, who turns out to be a young Rancor. Taking Which her to is Sid. not the one that Jabba has in his palace. It's Apparently not. It's like its mom or something. I don't even know if they're related. Okay. I, I like yeah. to think that it's its mom, just so I can yeah. think some stuff. Because they confirm that it's not I like Moochie, having, I like the one that gets killed by Luke, but it would be great if it was like... Someone related to it. Yes. Because when we first saw it, we're like, oh, that's the one that dies. And they're like, no, that's fucked up. And it's like, yeah, but you introduced a Rancor and Babe Fortuna picked it up. What do you mean? That one gets iced. That one gets iced real quick. Literally, when we were Brain watching the episode, it. I was like, oh, no, that's so sad. They're waving goodbye to it. And then it's going to get killed. That sucks. Yeah, but it turns out it's its mom. Turns so out that one gets to them. live a full life. And then the other one uh, gets, you know, its brain smashed in. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that it's Good job, its Luke. Mom. Yeah, so Bib Fortuna comes and takes the Moochie away. Uh, Sid gives some of the reward to Hunter, but is unable to learn who hired Shan. She offers to give the Batch more mercenary work in the future. And though. that's what they do for three episodes. And that's what they do for... And they're still doing it, actually. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> even in the newest episode, they're still doing it, even though some things happen that would yeah. lead you to believe they wouldn't be doing stuff yeah. like you that. You got any notes to talk about for this one? I have a few. Right. So Omega knows Sid because she's Force-sensitive, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, has to be. Uh, on Sid's wall, the helmet to the original concept for an all-white armored Boba Fett made by yeah. Ralph McQuarrie can be seen. Presumably is, this means Sid has the whole set. And it's going to go to Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, with information uncovered about Omega later in the series, it may indicate that this will become hers at some point. And I have a theory she'll get the armor <laughs> and paint it in the Bad Batch colors to truly be a part of the squad. Because right now, she's the only member of the Batch that's not wearing armor when they go out on their missions. And I'm, like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Just bringing a kit, even on the ship. Yeah. It's like, they're all wearing armor, even if they're not wearing their well, helmets. They didn't give they're all protected. Please, give this little girl some armor. The only time you see them without armor is with the Cutler Queen when they're trying to disguise themselves and hide. Yeah. But it's like, ugh. Uh, there was a really funny line where Wrecker speaks and Sid goes, Oh, look, it talks! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm like, that's just big hilarious. Idiot yeah, uh, Wrecker, he's got his head pains in this episode for the first time since his fight with Fennec. He actually, like, goes, Ah, my head! And they're, like, and they're like, what's wrong? He's like, ah, nothing. My head fucking hurts. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I wrote, Zygerian slavers, dot, dot, dot. Remember the Clone Wars? <laughs> <laughs> one of them is voiced by Liam O'Brien. Liam O'Brien is in this all the time. Uh, Liam O'Brien plays the uh, Ithidorian who's chilling in Sid's bar as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Gara from Naruto. Are they, a th- what are they, uh, I- Ithorian? Ithorian, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, like Ithorian. Yeah. I'm like, Ithorian. Yeah, <laughs> and then Sam Regal plays the, uh, the weak way. Uh, I thought it was a little ridiculous and ridiculous. kind of funny how when the slavers finally catch the batch and they like they take them, put them on a fountain. Well, they take their weapons and helmets, but they leave them fully armored. And one of the slavers hits Wrecker with a stun whip, but he just puts his arms up and nothing happens. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm like they're knocked out. It's take their want, armor. It's because they don't want to reanimate them. I know that, different but, armor on. But but that's another thing is like we already have Hunter wearing like five other outfits that aren't his armor. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just hook this dude up. I don't know. Uh, they think Moochie is the actual child Moochie. that they're looking for, they're but it's not. 
Smooch turns out it turns out Bang, not or? to be. I said it was a cool episode for Omega because she's the only member of the batch that's not held captive, and, and she's got real like stealth MGS vibes. Yep. Uh, Wrecker fist fights a Rancor. And he wins. Which probably <laughs> helps contribute to his head injury. He just gets bonked. Yeah, he, get, he just keeps getting bonked, dude. Yeah. He's like nonstop He's bonked. the bonk machine. Uh, obviously, we got to see Bib Fortuna again. That was pretty cool. That was a nice little Easter egg. And uh, Omega finally gets a weapon in this episode, weird, signifying like, that she might be it. coming into her own at some point. Yeah. I cannot and wait for her to show up in The Mandalorian where she has her big crossbow. <laughs> mm. She uses a bowcaster. <laughs> yeah, I, I said this kind of plays into my theory about her getting the armor because yeah. now they've given her a weapon, yeah. so now all she needs is protection. Exactly. All she needs is a way to like not be killed and shot. At some point. So uh, that's all I had for episode five. You got anything to say? Nah, you cover a lot of the stuff we talk about. Sweet! Yeah, you're usually pretty good on the notes. Well, I just rewatched all the episodes this week. Yeah, I rewatched them a while ago with Court, so... Yeah, I was like, I, I, was like, I don't want to just blow through these and not have anything to say about the episode mm-hmm. like, like we didn't watch them. So <laughs> we did. <laughs> I, I was like, it's okay, I'll just do that. Yeah. Uh, so episode six, Decommissioned. Sid hires the Bad Batch to retrieve a Separatist tactical droid for its uh, battle intel before it's destroyed at a Corellian decommissioning site. Corellia? Oh, you know Corellia. Han Solo's there. He's getting his name. Yeah, solo. Yeah, chain codes. Because he's alone. Chain codes. <laughs> <laughs> I have no people. Uh, they encounter police solo. droids guarding the facility as well as Trace and Rafa Martez because we love them. They're back. Who are also after the droid. They're actually not intolerable in this. No, they're actually all right. I think Rafa's actually a better character in this one. It's cool because they're actually still. doing something. Yeah, they're not just putzing. They're not just and there. Arrested and they're getting thrown back in. Plus, jail also, we're not waiting for Ahsoka to do something cool. Yeah. <laughs> and this, like, they're just doing stuff. I, oh, dude, when they said they're going to Corellia. I legit thought Han and Kira were going to show up, and I was going, shit. That would have been cool. I mean, Han, Han would have been like a kid. Hey, what's up, yo-yo? He would have been like 15. Yeah, what's up, yeah. yo-yo? <laughs> <laughs> Lego Star Wars, man. It's yeah. canon. I'm telling you. Um, so, Trace and Roth are also after the droid. Wrecker accidentally hits his head, and his inhibitor chip begins to activate. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just a little he, bit. He, we get a drop of the good soldiers follow orders, yeah. and everybody collectively goes, went, what? <gasps> Um, we also knew Wrecker was going to be before the show even got like announced. Me and you were talking about it, not announced before we got to see the show. Yeah. Me and you were like, well, besides Crosshair being a bad guy because of the trailer, we were like, Wrecker's also going to turn. Yeah. Why? Because he's the big dumb. Because he's the big and one. Also, he's the hardest one to fight because he's huge. And yeah, and also because he's got a really close relationship with Omega. Yeah. So for them to put that into jeopardy hurts more of that. Because yeah. they're not going to do it to Hunter. Yeah. Because no. he's like the main batch, and man. he would easily dispatch of all of them, especially Dick. Like I know it's a group show, but Hunter and Omega are the main characters. Yeah, for sure. Like undoubtedly. Hunter. And it's not going to be Echo because he's just the best. And, I, and Echo already showed up in a bunch of stuff, and yeah. he also his chip is yeah, super he's all, fried. Yeah, he's probably got no chip. Super even fried. So, Tech and the Sisters program the tactical droid to turn on the police droids, allowing them to escape. But the tactical droid is destroyed in the process. Sisters explain that they were retrieving it for a client who's fighting the Empire, and Hunter gives them a copy of the droid's data. Sogarero. Uh, Hunter gives Soga. them... It, it's Sogarero. Hunter oh, it gives... Is? I don't know, dude. No, it's, who knows? It's, Soga. it's totally Ahsoka. Uh, or Rex. Probably working with Sogarero. Probably. Ooh, that'd be a fun little dynamic. That'd be cool. Yeah, because they, they know each other from uh, Season 5. Mm-hmm. So, he'd or be... Four? She probably... Plus, also Lux Bonteri... Probably work lives yeah. on Onderon, so yeah. she might have tried to get in contact with Lux and be like, "Can you hook me up with Saw?" Hey, He'd be like, toy. "No, Saw left the planet already. Saw Stuff's getting kind of <laughs> weird here, so he had to cut and run. Maybe yeah. you should go find him." So Ahsoka and Saw Gerrera hanging out. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Force Whitaker's coming back for Andor. The shit writes itself. Yo, could we get Ahsoka to show up in Andor? That would be sick. Yes, we, we could. Awesome we could totally get Ahsoka to show up in Andor. Uh, Why not? Be fire. Why the fuck not? Makes right? sense. Trace and Rafa live action Andor. I can totally buy it, dude. Because it's going to be around the time of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. It's, it's five have, years before Rogue One. Going to have some time. 
Gonna have some time pass. Yeah, five at least five seasons if they go year by year. Yes. Uh, Hunter gives the data to Roth and Trace because he's like, yeah, it's better for you. We were just gonna sell it. Yeah, we're and, gonna sell it, and who knows where Sid's gonna sell it. And to. the sisters later tell their client about how to find the bad batch. And that's when they. And tell we Rex. all know it's Ahsoka because one, a cloak, but it could also well, have been Rex. Yeah, I, I honestly think they were talking to Ahsoka, Ahsoka and she probably and just passed Rex. the information off. Because Rex. Rex is looking for clones. I think that's the misdirect. Yeah. I think you'll probably see Ahsoka in the last episode season of the season. Finale, baby. I'm telling you. Say, the, it's the, happening. They're going to fall Rebels, right? Who's Fulcrum? Oh, it's Ahsoka. All right, cut to credits. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, so Battle so yes. Scars. Oh, wait, no, sorry. You have notes. Hold up. Wait Apologies. a minute. Uh, Trace and Roth are back, seemingly for only one episode right now, but nonetheless, the trend of using newer characters in the new content is prevalent. Yes. Finish. And... Trace and Rafa, it's the only ones I can think of right now. I'm waiting for Grief Cargo and Cara Dune to show up, to be honest. Um, yes, dude. Mando! said it's a cool concept to see them use the tactical droid's head to take control of the droids in the factory. Makes sense. And Trace and Rafa make contact with a hooded figure who turns out to be Rex. Or it could be Ahsoka, meaning Ahsoka went to the sisters sometime after Clone Wars Season 7, seeking refuge or help of some kind, and introduced them to her clone friend. So that could be just another thing that we do at some point. And we know that they're like smugglers and they have a ship. Well, obviously she would have had to contact Trace and Rafa to be like, all right, you guys can't just hang out in Coruscant anymore. Especially because they know that we need real help. I almost bought that for Christina, by the way. Uh, This guy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, now we move on to Episode 7. Battle Scars. Battle Scars. This is a big one. Battle Scars. This is a big one. This is a relatively chunky boy. This but is a big one. We're going to move through it real fast. Yeah. So, Battle Scars. After their failure to return with the tactical droids data, Sid tells the Bad Batch that they will need to do a big job to pay off their debt to her. Because there's two jobs that they failed. Two jobs y'all fucked up on, because y'all aren't very good at this, apparently. Yeah. They're interrupted by Trace and Rafa's mystery client, their old friend, Captain Rex, who is alarmed to learn that the Bad Batch have yet to remove their inhibitor He's chips like he has. Off. This is actually something I wanted to bring up before. Cut says that uh, Rex came by and then left. I'm wondering if Rex left because he found out Cut didn't have his chip removed, so he was like, "I can't stay here. Maybe you're dangerous to me. You could turn it. You could turn at any moment and become a threat to me." Or they took his chip out. Maybe, but we didn't see it. We don't see a scar. That's my exactly. thing. No scar, no bandana. But then again, Hunter has a scar for one episode and it's gone. He's wearing a bandana. Yeah, but also like he didn't have to cut his hair. Like we saw other troopers, they had to cut their That's hair true, to get the thing, hair. and he just like cut like a chunk out of his hair. Went okay. Other people went fully bald for this. I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes maybe that's just the clash between like the Artists, animators going like, animators. listen, dude. This, We're not gonna make them all bald. Come on, like, come <laughs> on, help us out. Here. Right. They didn't even so, have the little bandages on their head. Rex still has his bandage on his head, but Wrecker doesn't have his mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird that Rex still had his for after all this time. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Because they use the old model. And the, yeah, <laughs> but like now in the newer episodes, like Wrecker and all of them, they don't even have it. That's for the toys. They're like, it's cool. The Rex toy has a little bandage on his head. That's why we want that. Yeah, exactly. Gotta, gotta have it. Gotta have it. Um, so, where was he? They go to Braca. To a starship graveyard planet controlled by Scrapper That's where by the Scrapper Guild. Cal Castus and they sneak onto an old Jedi cruiser to He'd use be his there medical right now, bay. Actually. I I'm not gonna I want lie. him to show up so bad. I'm not gonna lie. I thought this was really kind of sus when they uh, they're like we're gonna remove your chip, right? They're like we just need to find a medical bay. I'm like oh how hard can it be to find a medical bay? They're like we're gonna go to Braca and to use to like this dirty, decrepit, chips. horrible one that probably yeah. is not good for us to opening incisions in your head. I was like. This is just kind of hard for me to, but this was it's very they clearly. They wanted to go to Braca. This was very clearly just a reference piece. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember Fallen Order? Yeah, he's they, here. They could have very easily been like, yeah, we have some clone sympathizers that have a clean med bay for us to use. Yeah, Sid probably has a med bay or knows someone 
who can fix up people, come back for missions, damage. Yeah, I, I was like, somebody has to know somebody who could get yeah. them in a clean place. But I think but the thing was they wanted okay. to do it in dis uh, discretion, so they didn't like alert anybody. Like, oh, there's some clones for sure. here for sure. Especially because he was there on Ord Mantell, yeah. and we already know that someone else on Pantora was being a dickhead and ratted him out to Fang Shan. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not going to look too far into it. I just, yeah. I thought it was kind of goofy. Oh, for sure. Right, like Definitely that's not. That's not and, and I get they're on the run, but again, there's yeah. nowhere in the get. What about uh, that planet? They go. I think it's Polis Massa at the end of. Uh, on the big potato plant? At, at, no, at the end of episode three. Yeah. Where uh, where Padme gets Ubad to death. Uba. Like, th Uba. that place seemed pretty receptive and chill with Jedi. Yeah. Why not go there? <laughs> Maybe. Unless it was a Republic base. Sorry. Now it's the Empire. The Empire. So, they... Brock is being controlled by the Scrapper Guild, and they sneak onto an old Jedi cruiser who uses medical bay. Rucker's agitation activates his chip, and he attacks his teammates, but he's subdued, and the chip is removed. Uh, Rex There's takes... a brief moment where you think he's dead. Yeah. Where Mega's like, he's not waking up. I'm like, I'm like, he's not dead. They wouldn't put to go through this whole thing to remove his chip just to kill him. That'd be stupid. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> he never woke up. I, I was like, I was like, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Again, so a lot of these things, I'm sure for like younger people and maybe like newer Star Wars fans that can't really tell what's gonna happen. They wait a hot second, go. You're, you're, oh, like, you're like, oh man, is he dead? But for the rest of us who have been watching Clone Wars <laughs> and Star Wars like since we're little babies, we're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. We, just, we just know better. Like they weren't gonna send Omega away with cut. And they weren't going to kill Wrecker mm -hmm. after they actually removed his chip. Mm -hmm. They would have actually just killed him if that was going to be the case. Exactly. They're not going to waste that kind of stuff. So Rex takes his leave once all the chips are gone and they say goodbye. Hunter is seen by a, a member of the Scrapper Guild or two members of the Scrapper Maybe Guild. Maybe one's Cal Kestis. He's not. Because he's like a little kid. Uh, <laughs> He'd probably be when, 13 when he gets... Uh, 13. Yeah. It's five years later. He's 18 in... Um, Fallen Order, I think, right? He's like 18? Yeah, he's 18 in Fallen Order. So, so he'd, he'd still only be like 13. Yeah. I mean, realistic, because we don't know how much time has passed. I want to say like a month. I would say, I think they said it's like three, four months since okay. episode one. So, you know, as far as we know, he could be just getting into the Scrapper Guild. True. Or he might be on Bracca, hiding from them, yeah. scared of what they might do if they find him. He's a Jedi. Yeah, right? We don't really know. We just know in the move, in the game, right when it opens up, he's just on the Scrapper's Guild, chilling. Yeah. And, and he's got he's his lightsaber in hiding. Yeah. So for all we know, you know, maybe he put his lightsaber somewhere. He's like, I have to come back for this because yeah. I need to, you know, we don't know. We don't know too much so about Cassie. So uh, my notes on episode seven, I put Rex's disguise sucks. It's just a cloak. He's just wearing a cloak. He's still wearing his armor. He's wearing his clone commander armor. Yeah, with the just blue stripes. Under, under a cloak. Yeah. And, and, helmets and he's also wanted for treat. I think he's actually been reported dead. Because, uh, because of the, the crash. Yeah, he put his... But anybody who sees this guy is going to be like, as well. hey, you're a clone. What are, you, what are you doing? You look like Gregor, you, our friend Gregor. <laughs> you kind of look like a, a clone. Why are you hiding like that? Yeah. So I said it was cool to see Rex being scared of the batch prote and protecting Omega once he learns they still have their chips because he's yeah. genuinely scared they could snap on and like turn on him yeah, at any moment. That's cool. I thought that was kind of You're insane. a danger to yourself and everyone around you. And low-key sad. Yeah. Yeah, so young Cal is hiding from the Empire on a Braca. I would have loved to have seen him in the background or something, but I suppose I the planet itself is a nice enough Easter egg. Yeah. It's also huge. Gotta, gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah. Uh, Rex claims he had help removing his chip, obviously referring to Ahsoka, but also making sure not to out her as a surviving Jedi. Yeah. He does not out the he fact that he was saved her. by a Jedi. Yeah. So... I think that's also intentional on the part of the writing staff, mm -hmm. just to be like... Just in case one of these guys turns, yeah. they're not going to leave Rex alive and be like, tell me where the Jedi is. Yeah. Tell me. They would just go for him, and then mm -hmm. that would be it. Yep. Uh, Wrecker before shooting Omega, 
show some hesitancy, showing there may be a way to break the programming through sheer willpower. Maybe. And this is kind of what I'm thinking is ultimately going to happen with Crosshair. For sure. Because I don't see Crosshair remaining a bad guy the whole time. No, especially because they made the whole show called The Bad Batch, and then he leaves in episode one. We know we needed one of them to defect, and Crosshair was the obvious choice because he looks the most evil out of all of them. Yes. And he's also the most douchey. Mm-hmm. And he has the most British accent out of all the... Yeah. You know, his New Zealand accents they have. I'm honestly expecting him to return to the Bad Batch come the end of the season. Or beginning of the next season, like the first two episodes, like they fix him. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe they get him at the end of the yeah. season. They're just he like, had, he what do we do now? And then it just ends. He hesitates a tiny bit yeah. in one of the scenes. Which well, we'll get to well, like, like I talked about in that scene where he's sitting in, the, where he walks in the room and he sees all the new guys like putting yeah. their stuff down, right? He looks over at the markings on the wall where they were, where record would always mark and he kind of just looks sullen. And then he sits down on the bed and he just kind of like looks around. He's like, he's like, fuck. Yeah, like, this is my life now. Yep. So I, I'm wondering if there's, like, a part of them that's still, like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, but, but they just can't, can't do it. Like, yeah. what, like what Omega said, where, like, I know you, you don't want to do this, but yeah. you can't control it. Mm-hmm. So good. things he's right. saying and the things he's doing, mm-hmm. in his brain, he might be like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, this I can't believe <laughs> I'm about to turn on an engine turbine and fry my brothers. <laughs> this is so wrong. Yeah, that's the next episode right there. I'm, I'm literally waiting for the season finale where he's, like, snapped out of it and he just goes, Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> like, holy shit. I'm so sorry. Alright, and we finally get to episode 8. It took us a little while to get reunion. here. Reunion. It's okay. It's a reunion because it's where the Bad Batch comes back and they all meet each other They're again. All because together they've all been team. dodging each other. Yeah, so, reunion. The reunion. Scrapper Guild informs the Empire of the Bad Batch's location and Crosshair sent to kill them. Because why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Uh, concerned that Omega will not be returned safely, Lama Sue hires a second bounty hunter to retrieve the girl. Retrieve the girl. <laughs> Crosshair. Who is it? Who do you think it's going to be? It's Boba Fett. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Boba Fett. Nah. Oh, man, it's fucking Boba Fett. <laughs> I knew it was. I knew who it was. I was like, yo. I was still going off the information that we had of the animatics. So That's true. Cut me some credit. The fair. You know? Fair for fair. Uh, uh, they retconned it, though, because they're going to put him in Book of Boba Fett. Because they got to do it. They got to. <laughs> uh, Crosshair cuts the bad... The rematch of the century. Crosshair cuts the bad batch off from their ship, so they attempt to escape through the cruiser's ion engine. Crosshair pins them inside and has the engine turned on, but they use explosives um, They use explosives salvaged from the cruiser's armory to escape, and Crosshair is injured by the engine's ignition. Mm-hmm. Hunter and Omega are confronted by the bounty hunter... Gad Bane. And Toto. And Toto. Dude, I was so happy. My dad was like, is that Seth Green? I'm like, it's always been Seth Green. He's always been Toto. I'm like, he's always been. You still <laughs> remember. Your dad was able to like figure it out. I'm like, you just cool. don't remember. He's like, hello, uh, I'm Toto. And Cad Bane <laughs> shoots Hunter in the chest and kidnaps Omega. They, they reused the animatic for the Pope they went, Cad Bane. They went shot for shot with that. <laughs> Only instead of a draw this time, where one of them possibly died, the he just fucking gets Hunter and yeah. wins. And Toto loses a leg. Because he shoots with the He leg. gets shot in the leg. The rest That's of the group funny. catch up, carry the injured Hunter onto the ship, and they escape. I actually really like that shot where Hunter, you're you just seeing through his rim. visor. I'm like, this is like uh, Commandos. Yeah. I, I'm like, That's sick, dude. Back to Commandos. All right, so um, as far as notes go on this episode... It's cool. I said... It's a uh, lot of action. Wrecker straight up throws a missile at a guy, and he flies out of the, the window. Just yep. donk. Yeah. Oh, uh, imagine getting, cru- getting hit out of a window by a missile. <laughs> he just throws it at the guy. I was actually kind of disappointed when he got rid of it because he was hyping it up like, oh, I can't wait to use this. To blow it up. And then and he just, just throws it at a guy. I'm like, oh my god, man. That's how I wanted to use it. Like, like, <laughs> bar the fact that he just threw this thing at you that's like probably weighs a ton. Yeah. But it's probably sitting on top of that guy now. Too. He's probably just dead under he got that. Squashed. Yeah, he's just dead after that. Definitely got squashed. Uh, so when Crosshair plans to murder the bad batch using the engine turbine, if they didn't come out, 
it just goes to show you like where his mind kind of is burn with the chip, all. right? Like yeah. he's been pushed to a point where he's like, I'll literally he's burn, burn you. a child. I'll literally burn you people alive. I just don't care. You'll burn a child. <laughs> yeah, like it, and it's terrible. And they blow up the thing and they fall out and then the thing burns him for yeah, a bit. It kills all his boys. Kills his boys. Are and they he, all dead? Uh, not all of his boys. The guys that he was with, the troopers. Okay. His purge squad is still chilling, apparently. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because uh, you see a couple of them on uh, right. uh, the new episode, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's the um, the scene where the two troopers that are with him get burned, and then he hides behind the corner, and he's like, turn it off! Dude, I, I'm going spo- to spoil a little bit of the later episodes, because we do see Crosshair again post-burn without being covered in his head diaper. Yeah. And it just looks like he has, like, some pock markings and, like, burn marks, really, yeah. where the chip is. Or at least around the chip. It does like not look, right like, when we saw him get his face, like, lit on fire by the uh, turbine, I was like, this is going to be so bad for him. His I was like, his face whole face is going to be, like, two-faced. super melted. Should have been two-faced. Like... Or Palpatine. Yeah, so... And then he just says nothing. I, I gotta he say... He looks like Wrecker. <laughs> I, I am kind of disappointed with just the lack of damage that he received. Because it looked a lot worse than it was. fission burn. <laughs> Especially because it hits him in the face. Yeah. But then only, like, the back of his head is You burned. think he would be a little blind for He's, a bit, too. Like, he literally does this. He goes, ah! I'm yeah. like, he puts his hands out and just, like, screams into yeah. the fire. I'm like, this dude is literally being lit on fire right now. And he's just okay. Yeah, and uh, Cad Bane and Boba Fett, they have their shot-for-shot shot duel, which Cad is Bane sick. Oh, yeah, and Hunter, Hunter. have their shot for shot <laughs> based off the one from Boba Fett. Yeah. And that's all eight episodes. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to say before I jump into some of these nah, conversational Hit questions? The Hit me up with the theories. All right, questions. so this one we already talked about. Um, it was, would the Bad Batch have turned against each other if they weren't near a Jedi when Order 66 started, or they've just gone along with things until they all turned on from late chip activation or the Kaminoans going, you guys aren't working the way you should. Come here, we're going to turn you on. We're, th- we're thinking it's focal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, command. if they obviously if they put them in the thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they a- and the... then they enhance the chip, and yeah. then they issue the order. Because yeah. presumably they've already heard it, so yeah. it would be active, it just a low, low, low dosage, as we see with Wrecker. They enhance it with crosshair, it, it, and then it gets damaged enough to hit Wrecker. Because yeah. all he needs to do is get hit in the head, and then it's turned on. Yeah, so it's clearly it's activated already. Mm-hmm. It just needs to. Uh, it just needs a little bit of. A, mm. Yeah. Um. Uh, the next thing I have for questioning is, are we happy with another Star Wars show about gruff characters getting a kid that makes them softer and teaches them lessons? Uh, I like Lone Wolf and Cub, I think I said yeah, it before. Yeah, I'm personally not bothered by this. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. It's just the Dave Filoni special. Yeah. I, I, again, <laughs> Every show has done it. Except a lot of people yo, out there. Oh my there. god, Rebels did it too. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> Every show has done it. Anakin gets, pa- Anakin gets Ahsoka. Uh, Hunter and the Bad Batch get Omega. Mando gets Grogu. And Kanan gets Ezra. That's hilarious. I totally forgot about Rebels doing the same thing. Gruff older guy who doesn't want to do anything gets a little kid who's super excited about stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's the same story. Like every time with him, needs to learn how to write. Apparently, (laughs) I don't don't mind it. No, I love it because it. For the fact that you just had to have that revelation and couldn't pick it out like immediately, I right? I picked it up on like, obviously Mando and Bad Batch. Yeah, well, those I didn't really are very compare similar. it to Ahsoka because Ahsoka's a little similar. bit more of a different case. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, Rebels does. Do yeah, it. when you start thinking <laughs> about like the relationships that this dude's writing about the characters he's creating, it's yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? Stop doing this. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? You gonna write something different? Uh, flat out, Omega's force sensitive. Yeah, we, I we think that. this. I think she's spliced with Palpatine genes, and this is the beginning of the Palpatine cloning that we see with Snoke and with Mandalorian with Moff Gideon. And we also see, obviously, with the Snoke clones in Rise of Skywalker. Fair enough. That's what I'm believing it uh, is. My well, thing do is, I want to be wrong? Yes. Do I, I'm really believing that she is just a clone. 
because they the Jedi or Yoda I think is the one that says like no Obi Wan he's the one who says it. how could I forget because of Obi Wan how could I forget <laughs> uh, he says the Force it lives in all of us right yeah it, so maybe it just, flows through all I of mean, us I mean in the can in uh, so, not the canon in the Legends books apparently there is a Force sensitive clone there's also a Force sensitive droid yeah that, yeah droid so, that has the Force yeah. I, and that so one there's just a Force sensitive clone mind. in the canon uh, in the decanonized Legend stuff so it's possible for like the Force to just flow through I, I, could, I could totally buy that she just got but lucky also, but my thing is because she's so directly related to the cloning and with Lama Su and Tima Wu or whatever the fuck their names are and uh, Sima Lee Sima Wu I don't know the name this is really good really stupid uh, Nala Si Nala Se yeah uh, Ton Wi Ton Wi and, and uh, Lama Su Lama Su Lama Su Lama Su and uh, so um, I think because of how closely directed tied they are to um, Ton Wi and Nala Si mm-hmm. it's be- Nala Su it's because of um I think she's a clone with the force splicing. Okay. If she just had it, I think they wouldn't have picked up on it. Mm. But they're, they're, she's special for a reason. You know, they made a girl one for a reason. I'm partly inclined to agree with you. I feel like we should just like spoil the drop, especially yeah, but, because but with especially like, because with Ray, and we know how Ray is like. Oh, uh, I'm a f- female. I mean, I was a clone of... I'm a son, a daughter of the clone of Palpatine, and he wants my body. So we know Palpatine wants a lady body because he's a weird misogynistic pervert. I, I don't want to ruin, like, the whole reveal about, like, what, about we, what we ultimately learn about Omega, so... I mean, you can... If you really think about it, you can piece it together. Yeah, Omega. For, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe we'll... For those of you who are a little bit daft and haven't, like, seen the show, maybe we'll just save it till the next one. Yeah. Because, uh, we'll, we'll, talking we'll, about in the next we'll loop episodes. back to this point. Because we're going to do content updates after this. We're going to yeah. talk about uh, episode 12 next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll loop Briefly. back to it after yeah. this, uh, after the show kind of ends. Um, <sighs> so my next question is, do we like seeing characters from the Mandalorian newer Star Wars content being cycled around like they've been? Yes. Obviously, Trace, Rafa, Fennec, Shand. Uh, how would you feel about, like, Tobias Beckett, Grief Karga, oh, Cara God, Dune, yes. Galen Erso, Orson Krennic, all these different characters? Yeah. I, I wouldn't complain. You should see my script for the Star Wars D&D. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So that, how much that answers it. that question. We don't even have to keep talking about that one. <laughs> I love seeing legacy characters and even the new legacy characters show up. Even if it's like when Saul Guerrero shows up and continues to show up in video games and movies, it's cool to see just because yeah. he's there. He's an original Clone Wars character who became Forrest Whitaker and then showed up in a video game. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot of that. So my second to last question, because yeah. we're almost done, I promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, where do we want to see slash where do we expect it to go? Because even with the newest episodes we have available, there's not really a clear direction for this series to go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we want from the end of this season and beyond? I mean, that's kind of a hard one to answer because we haven't hit the end yet, but well, I, I I mean, want them are you okay to... with the direction they're going in? Yeah, I, I mean, I know people find it really boring and slow for the most part, but remember the first season of Clone Wars where it was like nothing? Yeah. A lot of nothing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. I got I'm you. okay with just like them putzing around and doing Star Wars stuff. Yeah, just, it's just building the lore. And with the newest episode, we get another drop at another legacy character, and it's just a lot of cool like, oh man, or two legacy characters. Yeah, we're, we're kind of building up yeah. to what may come next. Yeah, which is obviously Solo, Lando, Andor, Rogue One, Rebels, uh, Fallen Order, like uh, even... Hopefully, oh, what I was saying before before we were interrupted. Um, I want a Star Killer to show up at some point. Uh, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, that's a hard one. I know it's a hard. That, one. That's a hard sell. That's uh, what what the fuck's his name? His name is Galen Merrick. Sam Galen Whitworth. Merrick. Yes, yeah. I know it's Sam Whitworth. Yeah, but yeah, Galen Merrick would be cool to see, even if he just gets name dropped, because mm-hmm. he's technically an Inquisitor if you think about it. I mean, he's Vader's first apprentice. Technically, technically an Inquisitor. Technically, yeah, oh, well, that's them. And I do have one final question for you. Uh, who do we like more for the role that they serve? Do you like Grogu or Omega better? Uh, Grogu's the, the king. Grogu's the king? Grogu's king shit. Grogu's the guy. King huh? shit, fuck mountain. Alright, I got you, bro. 
Yeah, King Shit of Fuck Mountain is Grogu. Right. Uh, Omega is cool, but uh, until she's revealed fully to be a Force sensitive, uh, yeah. she's not as cool as Grogu. I got you. Because Grogu still rocks socks. <laughs> you, know, you, just, you see my room. I don't got any Omega merch. I just got, you know... There is no Omega merch. Which sucks. No, there's nothing out for her. The, the there's minute, probably stickers. Yeah, well, yeah. The minute Baby gets... Oh, there's a uh, fig pin. The minute Baby oh, gets dropped, we get 50 million pieces of merch. The minute Omega gets dropped, they're like, yo, fuck that bitch. Dude, I just want, <laughs> I just want an Omega minifigure. I want to put with my shuttle. I want an Omega... Oh, yeah, the Lego, which is weird. I'm going to have to like, remove like, a piece in the gonna, middle. I think there's going to be a uh, Pantora chase scene where we get a different Hunter piece. We'll get a... Um, an echo piece because yeah, they gave because the the speeder from the Pantora chase is yeah. in uh, so in that get, set. We get New Hunter, we'll get Omega, we'll get Fennec Shand, and we'll probably get like Sid or something. I'm, I'm fully expecting to see in this in the new episode that's going to come out uh, in two days from when we're recording to finally see a uh, Crosshair's little speeder thing from the set. Oh yeah, I'm fully uh, expecting to finally see that. Well, because he's got to use it to fly around a Ryloth. Everyone yeah. uses those. Yeah, exactly. Everyone uses those little things. That, that's got to so. be coming. Yeah. So. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. all that's I got. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be talking about more about uh, Bad Batch in the weeks to come, and then also we'll talk about the last half of it when we get there. Yep. So Fingy's crossed. It like ramps the fuck up. It's not that it's. I said it's okay to be boring. Yeah. But hopefully it like ramps yeah. way up. Yeah, it just gets get crazy. crazy popular. Uh, I'm so. expecting the last like three four episodes to just blow everybody away. Yeah, fingers crossed. You know. Yeah. That's kind of what they do. Yeah. They're pretty All good right. like that. So, where are we? Where's the Batman? Uh, so, thank you guys for listening. You can follow the podcast at Farthest Galaxy on Instagram to keep up to date with the episodes as they release and what we will be covering. You can follow me, at Scru- uh, Hunter at Scruffy Moose Man, and Alex at the Dude Kenobi. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Yeah, may the force be with you. And also with you. Thank you. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs>